Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Bryce. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday game night in Greenville, North Carolina. Basketball in Menji's Coliseum, East Carolina, and UNCW. We will talk quite a bit about that on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to hang out and be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Give us a like, a subscribe, and uh, throw out your questions, comments, concerns, birthdays, anniversaries, otherwise on Facebook and YouTube. Jerry is in early saying hello to the Pirate Radio fam and telling folks to smash the like button. Thank you jerry for being an action pirate today on this thursday we've got guests to get to we will preview tonight's game from the uncw perspective with brant wilkerson new from the seahawk perch he will give us a scouting report on these uncw seahawks pirates are uh, one point favorite in this game tonight at home so should be a good one old caa rivalry between the seahawks and the perts uh we've got brand coming up hour one we've got jeff nadu coming up hour one we'll get his take on tonight's game what else is going on in college basketball talk about the championship games in college football coming up this weekend and some nfl as well with the big man on campus jeff nadu uh no guest in hour two so chat gang that'll be your time to shine uh, but we do have Mike Schwartz audio we want to get to talking about tonight's game. We uh, we haven't played hardly any of the John Gilbert. We've talked about what John Gilbert had to say earlier this week, but we uh, haven't played a lot of his comments, so we'll hear some of that in hour number two. Hour three, our old friend Ariel Epstein, formerly of WCTI 12. She's doing big things with mlb network nba tv and uh, all of the above so we'll talk some gambling with ariel coming up in hour number three of today's show so we got those guests lined up we've got you out there and we've got shirley rhodes producing the chan man who is in the video production chair what's up chan what's up clipper and then also coming up in hour two. Oh yeah i forgot to mention this I uh, came up with some sound bites of former players and coaches in both uh, basketball and football. Mm. Uh, I've got 10 sounds for you, so be ready. And I'm going to have to identify the former pirate player or coach. Former pirate player or coach in basketball or football. We used to do this with name redacted, and now I get to be in the hot seat and see how much my brain has retained over the years when it comes to pirates so we'll do that coming up in hour number two 
as well all right chat gang hot here on a thursday so let's say hello to everyone jerry said hello earlier uh steve says greetings i'm proud to announce that i've accepted a position as lead accounting professor at nevada gulf coast community college home of the fighting seagulls a reference to yesterday's show um chad asking is that in arizona on the gulf coast jamie says he was not expecting east carolina to be favored in this game and neither was i but vegas knows who was brian north and i were talking about again oh we were talking about the over uh, under in east carolina and tulsa and why in the world would an east carolina game be in the 40s with their lack of offense it was 43 and a half and the teams combined for 44 in the first half and brian texts me and said how does vegas know i don't know but they do and i like that they have east carolina favor tonight hopefully a good crowd tonight i expect a good student crowd we will be rowdy in section 213 ken wadlington seahawk grad will be in 214 and i'll be throwing popcorn and drinks at him all night will he have the guts to walk over to 213 i don't think he has the guts i don't think he has it in him i don't think he's got that dog he doesn't have that dog in him he's got a bird in him (laughs) he don't have a dog in him Ken called this a must-win game for UNCW yesterday. Mm. Well, I'm raising the stakes. I'm doubling down. I'm calling it a must-win game for ECU. Okay. I mean, a couple of games ago, UNCW got throttled by App State, and just a game ago, East Carolina got throttled by George Mason. So both teams need a win tonight. And uh, UNC- Only one team gets one. That is true, Chandler. There are no ties. No tie? In college basketball? Tie. Tie. Wonder when's the tie- last time there was... Tie? Tie? Has there ever been a tie in college basketball? About to Google that up real quick. Google it up. Uh, This is not really a must-win game, but I just want to raise the stakes on this one tonight. It it gets me fired up, though. So the next game for the Pirates, off the top of my dome, is against Maryland Eastern Shore. And then we have the back-to-backs, South CAC and Florida. Mm. So a tough stretch here for East Carolina. Has there been East Carolina? East Carolina. Has there been a tie? What do you see? What do you think is going to happen today? You know, this is definitely a bird up type of matchup. Whoa, whose voice is that? Wow. I haven't heard that. Is this name that bird voice? up? <laughs> Wait, is Shirley calling this a bird up game? It's a bird up game. You know, it's not a must win game, but this could be our first bird up game of the bird season. Bird up. <laughs> <laughs> While ties are rare in basketball, it has happened a handful of times. On February 9th, 1918, Kansas and Kansas Wesleyan tied. Wesleyan came from behind and won by one point, but earlier in the game, a referee waved off a made free throw because a Wesleyan player was over the line. Wow. Wouldn't you hate to win by one and then the refs say, wait a minute, made a mistake. It's a tie. We have a tie. Man, could you imagine tonight after the game, Gully is in there, Eric Gullickson talking to Mike Schwartz, and he says, Ty? Oh, sorry. Ty? Hi. Hi. Ty? I'm rooting for a tie tonight. I'm rooting for the uh, 88-88, just a thriller, and both teams go home happy. It was 89 to 88, but uh, Ezra had a toe over the line. Ah, toe on the line. Jack says, hey, CB, Shirley, Chan Man, 
John. Then he said John. Who's John? Oh, Jonathan. Is that maybe John? 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 (laughs) John? John? I want to know who uh, said Sean in the uh, UBE parking lot. Yeah, you owe that person an apology. I thought he said Tom. So Sean and I are outside the back door at Pirate Radio. A couple of gentlemen are walking into UBE. And what do we hear? This is so awkward. What do I hear? I hear Sean. And I, I just look, gave that man the death stare. I look over and smile, and then I look at Chandler. He is stone cold, <laughs> just st- looking at the guy, not smiling, not anything. And I look back, and I look at Sean, and I'm waiting. So finally, I raise my hand to wave because I felt bad. And then I think you said, "What's up?" I said, "What's up? How you doing?" And, and then I, he, then you were like, he said, Sean. I was, I was like, like, why didn't you say anything to that guy? Why are you big time? You, you know me. Like I usually go, I, I say, hey, back like immediately. Like a normal person. Yeah. But I, respect. Just, I was confused because I thought he said Tom and I'm sitting there going, well, I'm not Tom. So he's not talking to me. And he, then he clearly said Sean. Well, I mean, obviously. Apologies to that man. I'll, I'm if sorry. you're not going to apologize, no, I, I'll, I'll apologize. I'm sorry. Right. I apologize uh let's see great disrespect by me great respect chad smashed the ish out of the like button appreciate that um dawson said what's up my guys what's up dawson hope you're having a good thursday my guy guy? uh steve we're talking a lot about nevada (laughs) and arizona in the chat right now Jamie says, coaching domino has fallen. Kurt Signetti to Indiana. Big hire. From James Madison. Jamie is our Indiana beat writer on the chat every day. I was hoping it would be John Gruden, man. Will Chucky get a job? Mike P. Will Ken be dressed like Mama Kelsey with the split jersey? Absolutely not. He is all Seahawk. There is no pirate in that man. It's all bird chest. You you open up his shirt. Bird chest. Bird up. Bird up. Uh, Jamie says there's no tying in college basketball. False. Kansas, we proved you wrong just a moment ago. Eric said the worst thing Ken's mascot can do is drop sky poops on your car. Not very intimidating, if you ask me. Although, man, they love Shirley's car for some reason. Do they look down from the sky, Shirley, and just see that red and think it's a target or something? Because they love your car. It's because I have this huge tree that kind of overhangs my driveway. So when I park there, birds just kind of migrate to the tree and then they just let it fly. And boy, does it. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately. It does fly. Um I hear name redacted and Sean have been talking about his transfer, dipping the old toe in the fresh water. No comment. We're back to no comments. If you leave, it's a roller coaster of a decision, man. Where would you go? Would you like go in the area? Would you go out Probably of state? Go to insurance. <laughs> yeah. So you are not. You didn't come to Pirate Radio all those years ago to be a salesperson, right? I didn't know I was going to get into it. Like, you came after. You wanted my job. I mean. You were like, it's time to topple I said, this guy. I said, this guy. 
I just, yeah, I was like, this guy, I'm going to get him. You're like, man, I love listening to Pirate Radio on game days, but I could do a better job than Clip. And I'm going to prove it. Then you come in and like, hey, Chandler, let's learn some production. Hey, Chandler, let's do some on-air stuff. Hey, Chandler, let's uh, let's get you in the sales team. And I said, what? Me? Me? Little old me? But now you are, look, you're a great conversationalist. You're a friendly guy. You have a friendly face. You're not intimidating. See it on your face. And you have uh, carved out your niche, I would say, in the sales game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, three years ago, when they told me I was going to get into sales, I was like, man, I don't know about this. But now I I love it. I've met a lot of people doing it. I've learned a lot, a lot about different businesses in town. That's what it's about, the relationships. Helping them grow their business and their revenue. And if you are out there and you have a business and you want more eyeballs and earballs on that business, you should come here to Pirate Radio because we love our sponsors. We respect our sponsors. We respect, have great respect for our sponsors. And our sponsors love you. And I have proof of that right here. My stack's gotten smaller, but I still have a stack. Because I have the treasure chest list. And this better not be the last of it. I want more, Chandler. Your job from now to next Monday, add something else here. Okay. What's today? Thursday? Yeah. You got plenty of time. You got four days. Okay. All right. Chandler, how about a Twisted Tea Patio Umbrella Cooler and Prize Pack from the Boston Beer Company? Oh, do I want that? Yes, yeah. I'll take it right now. Exactly. But you can't because this is for our listeners and viewers okay. when we open up the treasure chest. What's next? Chandler, what could you do with a $100 gift card from the Holistic Holistic Company? Uh, go and get their awesome products. and Such the, as? Oh, gummies. Gummies. Dr- uh, infused drinks. I heard you talking about gummies yesterday. Gummies. You said it helped with your uh, sleep, right? Sleep knocks me out every time. They have um, uh, infused drinks to help with your mute, your mood, uh, and your energy. They have things that energizes you as well. So, and they're also next door here at Pirate Radio, the old Cubby spot uh, on the corner of Fifth and Evans. Chandler, who do you think the best basketball player all time at Memphis is? Uh, probably. Penny Hardaway or uh, D Rose? Um, I'll give the edge to Penny. Wouldn't it be cool to see him in person? Yeah, that would be cool. But would it be cooler if he was coaching a basketball game? And oh, by the way, RJ Felton, Brandon Johnson, and Ezra are there as well? Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Well, how about you can win four tickets to ECU Memphis and a prize package from David Price Construction? Man counting us down to the days of kickoff and tip-off and first pitch, and they're going to give you uh, tickets to basketball. Jamie, I like where your head's at. If Chandler does not add another item to this treasure chest, because he is an ace salesman, and I have full faith he will do it, we're going to put a date with Chandler Honeycutt in the treasure chest. (laughs) Okay. You agree to those terms? Do we not agree? Sure. I just can't wait to read that off to the person who wins it. <laughs> it's going to be like a 76-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, but he can pass that along to his lovely granddaughter. Yeah, that is true. All right, I'm going to add it to the list for now. Date 
with Chon. It's on the list. Now, you can replace this with something else by Monday. Um, how about a free long snapping lesson? Uh, John. Okay, I'm adding that too. Free? Now, what would that entail? Um, how long would High day? definition instruction. <laughs> high definition? High detailed instruction on long snapping. Where would y'all do this at? Uh, probably go... Hmm to the uh, little uh the wreck the wreck fields over there off of charles okay and you get a free long snapping lesson or my backyard from a former long snapper chon demon honeycutt all right news of the day do we have any news do we have any portal news do i need to update my portal list let me pull up my ecu players in the portal list and see what we got i've got at quarterback mason garcia i've got at wide receiver zion agnew offensive line isaiah foot grant copeland elisha sample samples linebacker trevon slash trayvon hayes defensive back tegan wilk kicker carson smith ryan capriotti punter david chapeau long snapper brock winstead so my number is at two five seven nine ten eleven at this moment. Do we have any updates? Can anybody out there let me know? Chandler, you seen anything today? As far as transfers go? I haven't seen anything. Um I, I did there is this page on Twitter. It's called ECU Crystal Ball. They did a great job of keeping up with who was initially in the uh in the transfer portal and Last thing they have said is that Brock Winstead, the long snapper, has entered his name. All right. So maybe we go a full day without uh, without a portal entry. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. I'm looking at maybe at some other people's uh, pages and have not seen any news on any entries uh, as of today. All right. Um, we are keeping an eye on quarterbacks entering the portal. Talked about EJ Warner, uh, the QB from Coastal, Mick mccall 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 grayson mccall is that his name yeah uh you've got mj morris from state where do you think he ends up chandler <coughs> like what kind of school another power five school because he played very sparingly right yeah i mean he's three and one as a starter but if you look at his stat i mean he doesn't I they won like, those games defensively for the most part didn't they yeah i feel like i mean i don't i don't know if he's done enough to i guess elevate you know where he plays football so it's either going to be a parallel move or i mean i don't know i just don't think what he's done um uh, will get him to like a lsu or like a sec score or something like that uh johnny stats johnny robertson says drew Dodder entered the uh transfer portal yesterday hmm really yeah he did i don't know can is there any way we could find out uh <laughs> get a quick update on that real quick sources do confirm that he has entered the transfer portal wow okay hey that was quick how'd you get that so fast i don't know all right uh so we'll add that to the db list along with tegan wilk that drew Dodder is in the transfer portal interesting all right, and got a quick update on that. Chon's got his sources uh, close to the chest, apparently. 
do you say close to the vest or close to the chest what do you say shirley say close to the vest i say close to the vest me too but i've heard it both ways interesting interesting um we got a lot of talk now about chan's date and how that could go guys look i give you an inch you you take a mile let's relax okay yeah chan said shut it down we got to shut this segment down because we need to get to our first guest he will be brant wilkerson new when we return to talk uncw basketball we're guest heavy in hour one we'll be chat gang heavy in hour two you can also give us a call 317-1250 want to run over some uh oc names as i peruse the message boards and name redacted message boards uh john david baker is getting a lot of talk he is the co-offensive coordinator at Ole Miss tight ends coach seeing his name pop up quite a bit what quarterbacks are you eyeing would you like to see at East Carolina what offensive coordinator candidate would you like to see also uh I haven't didn't tell you all this I reached out to uh DK today oh did you and he gave me a we'll be in touch so I hope to get uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick on the show well, to talk about his career and, uh, I don't know, what's next in life, his memories, his best moments, the rough moments from this year, and everything in between. Uh, we will talk about Pirate Hoops when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fa- uh, fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We'll talk some college hoops from a gambling perspective in uh, just a little bit with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Right now, we'll go out to the Pirate Radio Live line and preview tonight's game. William on uh, YouTube says, ECU needs to win badly tonight. With all the UNCW, State, Charlotte, and Campbell fans in my office, I have lost the ability to talk crap due to ECU's athletic performance. So, William needs one just so he can talk some junk uh, at the water cooler tomorrow. Uh, The Pirates need one because they've already got three losses this season and uh, need to clean that up quickly. We go out to the Pirate Radio Live line, talk to Brant Wilkerson New from the Seahawk Perch. He joins us here to preview tonight's game. Brand, appreciate your time. How you doing, man? I am doing awesome. Thanks for having a washed-up old sports writer on to talk uh, 
little college basketball. Hey, washed up sports, folks, is what we're all about here at Pirate Radio. And uh, we appreciate you joining us to talk about an old CAA rivalry. And uh, we get plenty of Seahawks talk here because Ken Watlington joins us during the week. And uh, he was in here yesterday. He is a proud Seahawk grad with uh, now WNCT Channel 9. And uh, he's talked about the good and the bad, and I guess the ugly from this season so far from UNCW. The ugly would be whatever the heck happened against uh, App State, right, Brent? That one uh, looks to be an anomaly, I would think, uh, with the way they got blown out in that game. Yeah, that was um, the shock of all shocks. I mean, of all the results that I thought would be possible this season, uh, that was not among them. But um, I think that was a case where UNCW came out uh, a little flat, and Takeo Siddle said that they weren't doing anything right on either end of the floor in the game before that, and they escaped with a win. Um, then they continued uh, not doing anything right against App State, and they got burned by a team that plays really hard, uh, is a great defensive team. App State's actually, um, they're rising up the Ken Palm rankings pretty quickly with their defensive efficiency. So uh, UNCW learned a really tough lesson, and by all accounts, the next couple days were pretty rough down there. They were stuck in a hotel in Fort Myers with uh, with each other and having to go to practice, and they had some really intense practices and looked like an entirely new team on Saturday. Brant Wilkerson new joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line from the Seahawk Perch. And uh Brant, we're gonna see some UNCW fans in the building tonight. Probably see some Shaquem Phillips fans in the building as well. He is from right down the road in Winterville, went to South Central High School, and nothing sticks in the crawl of Pirate fans more than a local kid burning the Pirates and uh could end up happening tonight. Tell us about Shaquem and uh the career he's had so far and the season you think he'll have uh this year as a grad student. Yeah, Shaquem is a, is a guy who came to UNCW under C.B. McGrath. Um, a little surprised we got him, considering, you know, he had been recruited by ECU a little bit. I don't know the extent of that, but uh, he was a great get for us, made an instant impact. Um, then we had a coaching change, and under this coaching change that we've had, he has really blossomed um, as a defensive stopper. I mean, he's going to go out and guard the other team's best uh, perimeter player in every single game. He's going to rack up three, four steals a game. He's going to be a one-man fast break in that way. Um, And he's just a really talented off-the-dribble creator. And the unique thing about him is that, you know, he's not a big guy, but he takes most every one of his shots in the paint. So, um, you know, I think he's just kind of the picture of that toughness that you think about when you think of a a basketball player from the 2-5-2. He really sets the tone for this team as a leader and, you know, building the identity. Um, he's had a great season so far. He, last season was a little bit different for him. He was injured, so um, he took on a lot of the defensive responsibilities without doing nearly as much on offense. Um, had a great summer. I think Takeda Siddle said that he had the best summer that he has ever seen a player have. Uh, he's come out and shown it so far. He scored in double figures five games. Um, he completely dominated Asheville uh, on the defensive end. Um, he, he's just been really awesome at, at uh, getting the lane, getting that shot, and I think the area that he has improved his game the most is uh, he's making really good reads on the pick and roll, uh, know, knowing when to pass it, knowing when to pull up from the elbow and knock down uh, this little jumper that he has been hitting for a couple of years now. And um, I'm really excited to see him back at home tonight playing in front of his people. I think uh, he's going to show up big time. 
Brent, uh, from what I gather, UNCW likes to run a lot of players on and off the court. And East Carolina has uh, kind of their version of the big three with Brandon Johnson, R.J. Felton, Ezra Azar, the names you probably need to know the most tonight if you're a UNCW fan watching ECU. How about with uh, the Seahawks? Who are out of that group that we'll see on the court? Who are the uh, the go-to guys, the main guys to watch tonight? Yeah, UNCW is going to play as many as 10 or even 11 people tonight, but um, the the great thing about this system is that it could be really about seven or eight guys could break out for 20 points on any given night, but the people who are most likely to do it are going to be uh, Trezarian White, who's kind of an undersized four-man, really strong, gets to the basket, draws a ton of fouls, um, just lives at the free-throw line with his ability to finish around the basket and, and create that contact. Um and then Malik Harden-Hayes, who's a 6'7", 6'8", wing. Uh, he looks, <laughs> he physically, I'm not saying he's nearly as good, but his game looks a lot like Kevin Durant in the way that he's just a really big kind of lanky guy that plays on the perimeter, um, one of our better three-point shooters. Um, he can go for 30 at a couple 30-point games last year. And then the uh, Shaquem, as we mentioned, and then the, the kind of the X factor for UNCW is Nick Farrar. He's a big guy. Um, began his career in the ACC at NC State, played uh, one year there, and then he went down to Charleston before coming to UNCW, and um, he is just an offensive dynamo. <laughs> if he catches the ball down on the block, he is such a unique player in the way that um, he he's just really well-built. He's lost some weight this year and, and just gotten stronger. So he's kind of an undersized five in a lot of ways for UNCW, but he can lead the break. He nearly had a triple-double in the preseason um, really exciting, interesting offensive player to watch because just super crafty around the basket and finds a way to get a shot off. Brand, uh, looking at the CAA, it is not the CAA from uh, from 30 years ago. We remember with East Carolina and UNCW, William and Mary uh, still around, but it is a hodgepodge of, of different teams now, including a couple here in the state of North Carolina, Campbell and North Carolina A&T. We've already got a look at Northeastern. They came in here for the Town Bank Holiday Classic um a week or so ago and i uh, got a chance to see them actually beat the pirates uh, when the pirates didn't have brandon johnson uh but you look at uh, this this these teams up and down where does uncw stack up what is the uh what are their chances to make the ncaa tournament coming out of the caa this year um well coming to the preseason i think a lot of people thought it was between uncw and charleston to win the championship and charleston hasn't gotten off to quite the start that they were thinking um, after losing a number of guys, I, I think that, you know, UNCW is being projected by a lot of people right now in those November 30th uh, bracket projections. But, um, you know, as, as far as what the team is, is they have, I'd say, the deepest talent in the league by far. Um, they got a lot of experience. Um, they've got guys who can take over a game. And then more importantly, they got guys who can affect games without scoring like Noah Ross and, and Nolan Hodge coming off the bench who are just out there to, to really defend. They're going to get rebounds. They're going to make the right plays. So, um, you know, I think that Takeo Siddle did mention this week that this team has the makeup of a lot of those teams that uh, he won championships with as an assistant here under Kevin Keats. And uh, by all accounts, yeah, you know, this, this should be, this is a team that should be playing into March. 
And I uh, like what they've done with their schedule. A lot of regional games, obviously, with, uh, we mentioned App State. Got uh, Asheville earlier uh, already knocked off uh, Asheville, 83-66. to 66. Um, And then coming up at Kentucky and then in December at Arkansas. East Carolina actually playing a couple of SEC teams. They got South Carolina here and then a neutral site against Florida. Uh, I like those uh, a little bit better than at Kentucky and at Arkansas for UNCW. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, you know, we've uh, under the new athletic director that uh, arrived this past spring, uh, you're going to see UNCW changing up its scheduling model a little bit. It was such a strange year that we have um, with uh, we have three non-conference home games at Trask in uh, between November and December, and they're all against non-D1 opponents, um, which is just nuts. I know that's, that's kind of a combination of people really don't want to play a good mid-major team on the road, and um, you know, maybe things weren't where they needed to be when the new athletic director arrived. So it was a bit of a scramble. Um, I know that the people like me, uh, people like me and my friends, we love the regional games. We love playing Asheville and uh, ECU. We'd love to play Charlotte and uh, UNC Greensboro more and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it's cool to step out of conference and get to go to Kentucky this weekend, uh, get to go to Arkansas at the end of the year. But, you know, it's, it's a really tough proposition when your team just has to go on the road to, to play those guarantee games when they're not in position to compete. Um, fortunately, I think UNCW is in position to really get something out of those games, whether they win or lose them this year. Um, but I, I like the direction that we are heading with kind of the regional, regional scheduling model, uh, playing meaningful games and, and really developing these rivalries further to um, – I mean, there's no reason UNCW and ECU shouldn't play every single year. It's nuts when it doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, my idea, when I have enough money um, via lottery or just I get red hot in fantasy football for a few years, um, I want to do the Carolinas Classic, and there's multiple ways we can do it. I have an idea where, like, ECU plays Furman and, and UNCW plays Winthrop, and we do a North Carolina versus South Carolina or you just throw all the teams in North Carolina together and have a big tournament in Raleigh or Charlotte and Carolina's Classic, put it on a network, get some sponsors, let's roll. I don't know why we don't have it already. So It's it's insane that it hasn't happened. It, it was rumored for a while, and I know it's been several years that they were talking about doing something like that in either Charlotte or Greensboro with a number of the mid-major teams. And um, I think it's awesome, and it's something with – the way scheduling is going and the way that all of the money is going to the top uh, for the Power 5 program, yeah. they don't have to play road games anymore. So, um, you know, mid-majors are going to have to get creative in what they're doing and, and kind of stick together to make these things happen if if they want to play meaningful games rather than either going on the road and, and getting paid or playing a, a D2 team at home. Brad Wilkerson, new joining us, and uh, if you pirate fans can stomach it, check out the Seahawk perch. Uh, I know. Uh, I think it's nice to to not really like each other, uh, you know, in a, in a respectful sports sense, Brent. So uh, this is a good, fun little rivalry tonight. Me and Ken Watlington may be throwing haymakers at each other during the game. I like I, I like this stuff. I've enjoyed my time going up to Greenville for baseball. Sometimes it's yeah, it's worked out for us. Sometimes it hasn't. But um, I'd say you know the majority of the time. It's pretty respectful. I think, uh, you know, on this side, we definitely respect your baseball program a heck of a lot. Uh, the Seahawk Perch, you can uh, check it out on X at the Seahawk Perch and uh, see all the great work that Brent and company do there. Brent, thank you for joining us, man. Uh, tell you what, we'll catch up again uh, when we meet on the Diamond later on. 
Indeed. Thanks for having me on. I'll catch you in the spring. All right. Thank you, man. There he is. Brant Wilkerson New joining us here on this Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We will take a break, come back, and talk more hoops, uh, some football as well with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. He joins us when we return. Hour one rolls on a Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. Excuse me, and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. And did you know that there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DIAL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Nadeau should be calling in in any... Oh, he just did. Uh, as we go to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to the big man on campus, we do have a name to add to the ECU football portal entry list. Who do we got, Chandler? Defensive tackle, number 40, Jason Schufert. All right, according to my list, this will be the first defensive lineman on the list. Jason Schufert, you just made the list! He's going to shoot for his shot in the portal and try to... Uh, find a new home so that is number two five six nine or ten uh 13 as far as my count goes how um, many defensive guys uh Shuford, uh on the line hayes at linebacker wilk and doddard on the defensive end, uh defensive backs okay so that would be uh four to answer your question i got four on offense uh five on offense four on defense four on teams right now so that is uh, where we are currently. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live Line. Joining us, BMOC, Jeff Nadeau, on this Thursday. Big man, how you doing today? Great. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, and we got a uh, fun old CAA rivalry going on in Menji's Coliseum tonight. East Carolina taking on UNCW, and uh, Seahawks looked at as a good mid-major team if you want to use that term had a very head-scratching blowout loss to app state but come in here uh one point dogs to east carolina east carolina went on the road on saturday 
and do what they do and that's lose and get embarrassed on the road and i said earlier this week don't want to write off this team uh, or anything like that but it is a shame to see the road woes continue for this pirate team they'll be at home tonight uh, any thoughts on e- on uncw and they're standing there jeff in the the caa and and any thoughts on this game tonight pirates and seahawks uh, I have no interest really in ECU right now. I, 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 you know, not a good defensive team. I mean, and what is concerning is, I don't know. I mean, you haven't exactly played a good schedule. I mean, this schedule is one of the worst in America, and they're a disaster on defense. So that that's concerning to me. Um, you know, the free throw percentages have been bad. You've mentioned they've struggled on the road. Look, they should get up for this game, but UNCW is a good team. Uh, they're well coached. They don't turn it over. They're great from the line. They hit their threes. They played a pretty good schedule at least so far. Better, I guess you could say. But neither teams really played anybody. I uh, won't be betting this game. No interest. Uh, Jeff Nadeau joining us will not have any action on East Carolina and uh, UNCW tonight. How about uh, another American team that will be in action? That is Florida Atlantic taking on 6-0 and Liberty. Uh, pretty good matchup here down in Boca Raton. Uh, your thoughts on FAU, Jeff. They lost the game and uh, kind of a, a bit of a head-scratcher, I guess, against Bryant. Since then, they have scored 91 against Butler, 96 against Texas A&M, 84 against Virginia Tech. Uh, that loss must have pissed them off. They're playing some good basketball right now and, and facing a pretty good Liberty team tonight. Yeah, they've done it without one of their better players, Nick Boyd, who's been out with an injury. So, yeah, they're definitely playing well. I mean, we knew they would, though. I mean, this is a really good team. I don't take a lot of stock in losses early in the season. It really doesn't matter who it's to. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to matter that much. Um, yeah, no, they're really good. Tonight will be a tough test, though. This is um, – I think you can make the case outside of I, – I don't I don't even think you make the case. I think this is going to be, outside of A&M, the best team they'll play so far. This is a good Liberty team. They're a top 40 team. They do everything well. They're going to really work you into the half court. They're going to play slow, try to get you out of your game. This is a good basketball team. I had it close. I thought it was closer than seven and a half. I would lean that way here. I like the dog a little bit. Jeff, uh, another game tonight, former Pirate Javon Small is playing good basketball for uh, a not-so-great team right now, Oklahoma State 3-3 three and three to start the year. Uh, they play Creighton. Uh, if you got any thoughts on this game, I would love them. But what are your thoughts on Creighton, and, and how good are they and how good are they in the Big East? Uh, is this a team you could see uh, making a run in the tournament this year? Uh, where, where do you think Creighton stacks up in the grand scheme of things? I think Creighton's really good. I think Creighton's a team that, you know, they were there last year. I think they'll be there this year. I mean, they've hit a roadblock or two to start the season, and you have to look real good, if we're being honest. I mean, they didn't really play well against Iowa and found a way to win that game, but they were horrible the other night against Colorado State. The thought is they'll bounce back here, but I don't think that's an easy thing to do to go to Gallagher-Iben and play a pretty good Oklahoma State team. Um, that's a dangerous game. You would hope they bounce back, but they got a big game on deck against Nebraska. That's kind of a big rivalry in that Cornhusker state. Um, I think, I think Creighton's really good. Um, they're just going through some growing pains early. 
uh looking ahead to friday man uh good slate uh houston taking on xavier but uh the marquee matchup nine o'clock in allen Fieldhouse. so jeff i know you like the home courts rather than the neutral sites yukon and kansas and right now yukon is rolling after their national championship kansas uh trying to get back after winning a couple years ago uh great battle between two top five teams going on friday night yeah, I uh, if I get the right number here with Kansas, I'll be on them in this game. Um, I, I think UConn's really good, but I mean, I haven't been that impressed by them. They haven't shot the ball well at all. Um, their perimeter defense hasn't been good. They played little to nobody so far. Uh, beat Texas, nice win there, but it was on a neutral court. They haven't shot the ball well. I think Kansas is the best team in America, arguably. Uh, I'll be all over Kansas tomorrow in this game if I get the right number. And I saw uh, Friday night, we got a Big Ten matchup. Saturday, we've got Florida State, North Carolina, Duke, Georgia Tech, uh, Illinois, Rutgers. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about these early uh, conference matchups? You, you like them, uh, or would you you wish they'd rather play, you know, after the, the calendar flips? Uh, yeah, I definitely would prefer it, but I don't not like it. I, I just kind of take every game for what it is. You know, I, I hate Beast Week, but we're past Beast Week, so I think – yeah, there's money to be made. I mean, you know, I, I've had a good week so far to start the week. So I just kind of skip feast week and, and just kind of pick my spots until Christmas. But, yeah, I don't mind it. It's definitely nice to see. Well, let's circle back uh, to tonight. Anything uh, on the card you're looking at for this Thursday evening? Uh, Yeah, I like um, I like Utah. I think Utah gets the job done tonight against the Hawaii. Uh, Utah's the biggest team in America. They're playing a team in Hawaii just – don't have a lot of bigs, and this Hawaii team that I don't believe in. They played nobody so far. I think this is the kind of game they go and get their doors caved in against. Uh, I think uh, I think Utah's legit. If you know anything about uh, the coach at Hawaii, um, he was a kind of a, a, a disciple of Randy Bennett, who's at St. Mary's. They play a very similar defensive scheme that St. Mary's plays, and Utah carved that up the other night. Um, this Hawaii team has turned the ball over a lot. Um, just kind of struggling. And I think against the competition they played, that's fine, but uh, it's not going to work in Hawaii. I think Hawaii wins by 15. Talking some hoops with the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. Let's talk uh, some football as well and conference championship Friday and Saturday coming up. Uh, first of all, how, how about the number? And, man, it's gone up. Oregon now a 10-point favorite against Washington in Friday night's Pac-12 championship. I, I was leaning towards after that Washington victory over Oregon that we'd see a rematch and Oregon would win, but still a little surprised at this number, Jeff. What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely can understand why people would be surprised by it, but I laid the number at nine and I used to find nine and a half out there. Uh, I laid the number. I think this is a great spot to back Oregon. They're in revenge. Um, they played significantly better than Washington really since that game. Washington hasn't played well since that game. And they found ways to escape against, you know, let's just be honest, bad football teams, bad defenses. Uh, this is the real deal against a team that's playing for it all. And I, look, we know Washington's playing for it all too, but struggled against Stanford, struggled against uh, Utah, struggled against, you know, Washington State. You know, barely beat Oregon State, probably should have lost that game. So they've been living on the edge for a while. I think Oregon kicks the doors in here. They're a way better defensive team. Bo Nix playing for a Heisman. Uh, I like Oregon. I think they win like 30, 38-27 or something. 
Jeff, uh, doing anything with the SEC championship? Georgia trying to run the table. Alabama trying to spoil it and also find their way into a playoff. And, uh, boy, the Tide, uh, lucky to be in that that situation where they could get into a playoff after what happened at the end of the game uh, in the Iron Bowl last week. A fourth and goal from the 30. They're able to get that. Uh, Can they hang with Georgia on Saturday? I think they can, but I, I don't. I think towards the end of the game, Georgia will pull away and win by double digits. I don't want to step in front of Georgia. Yeah, Alabama, we, we've kind of known all year. There's just something not right about them, and you know they're good, but I don't think they're great. I think Georgia's great. Um, a lot could happen this weekend. One of the things I don't see happening is, is Alabama beat Georgia. I just don't see it. If they do, they do. But they've lived on the edge for a while too. Um, they've had certain games where they've looked kind of mortal in. Um, yeah, I think Georgia's the real deal. I think they get the job done here. And was wondering what oddsmakers would do with Florida State and Louisville. Uh, credit to the Seminoles for going to the Swamp and winning that game, you know, with the backup. And now they are a slight favorite over Louisville, who uh, had their own issues last week against Kentucky. So, I don't know. Is this a stay away, or do you have a uh, – you got to play in this one? I actually played Louisville. That was the first thing I played this week at three and a half, down to two and a half. Um, I got a great number. I think this could fall three. I think Florida State, if they win, it's going to be a close game. Um, I just sometimes you have to just go with the better team. And I think with Tate Rodemaker and Jack Plummer, I think Louisville's a better team. I, I think they're that better coach. I think they have a close enough good defense. Um, yeah, I'm going to lean on Louisville. Look, if it were Florida State and Jordan Travis, yeah, maybe I'd go another way. But he's not going to play. So yeah, I think Louisville beats Florida State. And we're all happy because that's all we all want to happen. Um, Jeff, looking at the NFL, Cowboys have been blowing everybody out at home this year. They are nine-point favorites tonight against the Seahawks. Uh, you looked at this NFL slate at all yet for uh, this weekend? Uh, generally, no, but I, I only look at the NFL usually on like Saturdays. As far as this game, though, tonight, I, I would lean with the Cowboys. Um, this is a huge move, man. I mean, you see a number go from kind of six and a half, seven up to eight and a half, nine. Um, this is telling you that the Cowboys are going to put together one of those, like, I don't know, 27-13 type of performances. This Cowboys team's legit. We know they have a great defense. Uh, can we make the case they're the third-best team in this conference? I think surely they are. Uh, Seahawks have not impressed me that much. I think Geno Smith and that offense are just kind of struggling. They've struggled all year. Um, we were really looking at Cliff. That offense has not been good. I think the Cowboys kind of put up a crooked number and take care of business and win by double digits. Uh, Jamie asking, uh, in retrospect, he asked, did you have anything on Duke and Arkansas last night? Yeah, I had Arkansas. I grabbed the four and a half with them. I thought it was a great spot. It was concerning without Tremont Mark, but I thought they were terrific. Um, that's what must bust does. I think if you're physical with Filipowski, you can have success against Duke and that's exactly what they were. Um, they didn't hit their free throws, which could have did them in, but neither did Duke. Uh, and Duke didn't shoot the ball well. You can't shoot six for 22 and expect a team to beat a team like Arkansas. I give Arkansas a lot of credit. They're deep. Um, L. Ellis played pretty well for them, came off the bench, and kind of came into duty and played well. Khalif Battle, the Temple transfer, was great. And I thought Malik Mitchell had, or Makai Mitchell had some good uh, minutes last night for them. They're a deep team. I like them a lot. I'm a big Arkansas guy. I have them uh, to win the whole thing. 
Oh, I like to hear that. Uh, they have had some uh, some issues early with Greensboro. I watched the, the North Carolina game, but a big bounce-back performance last night at home in the win over the Dukies. Jeff Nadeau joining us. Great time of the year because we can talk hoops. We can talk football as well. You can follow him on Twitter at Jeff NADU. Jeff, uh, anything else before we get out of here today? Nope, just uh, try to try to crank forward, Clip, as always. A lot going on, as you said, and uh, you know, looking forward to breaking it all down and uh, doing what we do. No, no pirate radio live this week, but or um, uh, the the pregame show. What's it called, Clip? The our pregame show is the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We have no games this week, though, unfortunately. So that's over. But I'll talk to you next. <laughs> That is sad, but we will reconvene next Thursday. Good stuff from the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau, breaking it down, hoops and football. We will take a timeout, come back, hour number two of Pirate Radio Live. Check back in with the chat gang. We'll talk more about the offensive coordinator vacancy at East Carolina, some of the portal quarterback names, and uh, Chandler's got some sound bites for me to see if I can figure out as well. All that and more coming up on... Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years, and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories rather for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And this holiday season, let the magic begin with the Hilton Greenville. Turn your events into unforgettable celebrations with a holiday event package with classic decorations and a tasty custom menu. Your guests are sure to feel the holiday cheer. From setup to cleanup, decor and more, Hilton has it covered for you. Make this holiday season stress-free and let the Hilton Greenville do all the work for you. Visit the Hilton Greenville's website or call 353-3058 to book your unforgettable experience. Happy holidays from Hilton Greenville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you here on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live, game night in eastern North Carolina, East Carolina, taking on UNCW. Looking forward to being in Menji's Coliseum tonight for that one. Pirates trying to bounce back after a loss to George Mason on Saturday. Seahawks uh, playing pretty good. They had that uh, blowout loss to App State. Outside of that, 5-1. and one. <coughs> They scored 131 points in a win over Coker. They scored 105 points against the Fighting Pickles of Mount Olive. They won uh, against Asheville, 83-66. to I don't know what Columbia International is. They beat them 116-80. to uh, I would say Murray State's a pretty solid win, 83-81 in overtime. And uh, they beat Florida Gulf Coast, 71-55. to So they have beat up on some bad teams. They have 
uh, gone two and one. When you look at Murray State, App State, and Florida Gulf Coast in their last three, and they are on the road at ECU tonight, do have a, a bit of a look ahead spot because their next game will be in Lexington at Rupp at Kentucky. So that'll be coming up <clears throat> Saturday at four o'clock uh, this weekend. All right, let's get to our Fleet Feed Rundown. It is brought to you by Fleet Feet, where you get that great one-on-one service. Chris Lundin, ECU alum, owns and operates Fleet Feet here locally in Greenville and provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Uh, You can get the best service and the best shoes for your feet at Fleet Feet, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Um, Saw earlier today, and uh, we have mentioned the name Chad Morris this week when it comes to East Carolina um, and their offensive coordinator vacancy, Chad Morris's name was brought up and brad crawford from 24 7 sports says uh sources tell 24 7 sports that clemson analyst chad morris is in the mix for ecu's offensive coordinator vacancy um and looking at some of the replies i see no i see hell no i see no with four o's Uh, i'm not gonna read that comment about chad morris getting passed around how does this man keep getting jobs zero out of ten do not recommend he's a program killer my goodness so i'm uh, i'm thinking that people were not going to like it if we hire him as our offensive coordinator i'm sorry in advance man. a lot of these are uh, arkansas fans some of these are pirate fans as well but uh they are not fans of chad morris uh east ecu fans run for your lives it's a scam trying to steal your money my goodness <laughs> or is this a smear campaign for him to stay well there's nowhere i mean it these arkansas fans are not smearing him <laughs> they don't care because he's not there anymore uh, <clears throat> so uh yeah there are uh, some chad morris detractors out there just like there will be with any coach i mean if it would be like Scotty Montgomery's name being up for a job and Pirate fans spamming the, you know, the comments and saying, no, he stinks, he's going to steal money, not a good coach, all that stuff. So, look, if you get a coaching job, you're there for life. Your buddies are going to bring you in. You're going to do good things at some places. You're going to do bad things at some places. So, I don't know. When I hear Chad Morris, I – I guess I keep going back to Clemson, and I will say he did have some dang studs at Clemson, and any coach will be good when you have those studs. So I looked up Chad Morris, Arkansas, on YouTube. The first two videos that show up, first one is Chad Morris, the worst coach ever. Hmm. Worst moments in the Chad Morris, Arkansas football era. Hmm. Complete video, four minutes and 20 seconds. So the Woo Pig Suey folks, uh, not happy, not unhappy uh, to see him no longer there and uh trying to warn pirate fans about it paul feinbaum once said ex arkansas football coach chad morris is one of the biggest clowns he's ever met who said that paul feinbaum (laughs) (laughs) mr sec (laughs) one of the biggest clowns i'd love to see his list of top clowns he's ever met all right so there you go folks get excited chad morris in the mix according to brad crawford 
and then there's the three name guy i keep forgetting his name jim bob cooter jim bob bryant john david booty what's his name john david baker oh so it's close to john david booty yeah john david baker i'm uh hearing uh, a lot about on the boards uh from old miss i i still say that i want I'm, I'm more worried about the quarterback than i am the coordinator you can give me a great quarterback he can hide a lot of things don't from you the need the coach first as far as the order ecu needs to do it yes absolutely but i'm saying yeah in in order of how you want it sure but in order of importance for me i don't even know about important just personally i I, we need a good quarter we need a quarterback everybody needs a good quarterback we need a quarterback now you could argue too that a good coordinator can certainly make a an average quarterback good a by what they do in practice but b kind of masking things and and building an offense around what you have what do we have on this current offense to build around i would say running backs yeah and that is about it at this point yeah that's... We, we need help in all areas so uh yeah we I need mean, a quarterback need a quarterback who's our quarterback who is our quarterback who's our quarterback um russ asking is that drew Dodder? where i don't know who that guy is <laughs> i don't know what he's talking about i don't either russ i thought you got banned russ eric says mount olive deal with us it's very funny tyler says relish the victory super funny tyler says we're just gherking around that is pretty funny i'll give you that one tyler jack said i'm not a fan of brad crawford wow okay so some folks aren't fans of the person brad crawford is tweeting about now we got a guy who doesn't like the guy that's tweeting shooting the messenger Ryan said the speed these co- these puns are coming in is jarring. Is that like jarring pickles? Is that where we're going with that? Pretty good, pretty good. Chad says there are Chad Moore detractors out there, but I like to block out the haters. John, how do you handle the haters? Do you does it motivate you? Does it fuel you, or do you ignore it? Well, first of all, you embrace them. Embrace the haters. Embrace the haters. Yeah absorb the haters digest the haters and then look just like let that fuel you just like nutrients Mm. fuels the body vitamins vitamins minerals vitamin h we got to get our minerals h h for haters uh we've got russ says wait is that actually don't worry about it russ hey russ russ yeah, stay in your lane, buddy. Exactly. Control what you can control. Jack says there is another player we can build around on this offense. Chase Soul. So well. So well. Do you agree? Is he a player? Oh, I'm seeing uh, a thumbs up from behind your head. Oh, absolutely. All he, right. He's a dog. Would you agree? 
Dog. Dog. Hey, Sean, cut your mic off and ask and ask you somebody in that room who are some other guys we can build around on this offense and get back to me. <coughs> um, we will take a look at the Buck scoreboard. Nate do talk about some names for you. Oh, okay, that was quick. How'd you get those so fast? Uh, don't worry about it. All right, I've fine. got those names. Well, you never reveal your sources. Brock Spalding. Okay. Shane Calhoun. Okay, of course, forgotten man because he went out with injury. And uh, the guy we mentioned, Chase Sowell. Chan, will you do me another favor? Yeah, what do you need? See if there's anybody you can talk to. Ask them what they think of the tight, the younger tight ends that came into play this year, and do they have a, a bright future here at ECU? I'll be right back. All right, let me know what you hear. Seahawks, Cowboys tonight, and they do likes the boys to dominate as they have at home so far this year. And uh, Dallas, a hefty favorite in that game. That is on Amazon Prime at eight fifteen coming up tonight. Uh, sad times with no college football because all we got is championship week and then Army Navy and then bowl season and it's all coming to an end. Got some names for and you. Boy, you are back quick. My goodness. All right. Desario Riles. Riles. Is he going to rile me up? He's going to rile us up according to the source. Okay. And then also Antonio Ferguson. Ferg. Fergie Ferg. <laughs> Fergie Fresh. <laughs> Love you long time. All right. Hey, good job over there getting getting uh, info, man. Yeah, no problem. If you need anything else, I got a source. <laughs> you really got your ear to the ground over there. And you're producing all at the same time. Very impressive the way you're juggling right now. Bug scoreboard, uh, top 25 basketball tonight, FAU and Liberty. Uh, big man says that'll be a good one because he uh, does like Liberty. He says this will be the second toughest opponent uh, that FAU has played to this point. Florida Atlantic, a favorite in Boca Raton tonight. Okie State and Creighton at 9 o'clock. All right, nobody cares. Everybody relax, but I'm going to look at Javon Small's stats. Javon Small is Oklahoma State's leading scorer and assist man so far. He is averaging 14 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. We do miss that, and I hope Bobby P can be one of these guys. Javon, uh, Jaden Walker certainly is, uh, but a rebounding guard, somebody to help in the inside because we do lack size with this East Carolina team, and we're going to need some guard help to pull down the boards. Uh, but Javon Small is having a good season so far <clears throat> with the Cowboys. They play the Blue Jays of Creighton tonight. All right, uh, Sean, you want to do, Shirley, a National Day update real quick before we take a break? Sure, what do we got? <clears throat> see what we are celebrating today across this great land. Ooh, a day of remembrance for all victims of chemical warfare. My goodness. Okay. Well, way to start us off with a downer there. Yeah. Uh, Shirley and Sean, y'all, y'all need to celebrate this one. This is National Personal Space Day. <laughs> wait hold on do we invade your personal space alone? not at all i'm saying y'all are in tight quarters over there and i just want to make sure y'all are rep- re- representing or respecting each other's personal great space. respect ton of respect incredible respect incredible respect incredible how do y'all feel about your uh your work environment shirley's kind of got her back turned to you though it's pretty tight <clears throat> I'll go but, with it. It's kind of rude, but everybody's okay. 
kind of rude. John used that's a I, big I got lady. something rude for you. <laughs> What's that? Wait, is my camera on? Oh, no, it's not. Whoa! All right, there you go. A bird flew in here. <laughs> <laughs> What's that bird doing? What's that bird? Help the bird! National Personal Space Day on November 30th promotes kindness towards sensitivities and supports healing and self-protection by recognizing everyone's right to decide when and how to be touched. Chandler, when and how do you like to be touched? First, when? Um, First of all, consent maybe is Maybe after, key. like in a, in a celebratory fashion. Pirates, bump, high five. Like, for instance, uh, Bobby Pettiford mm. uh, knocks it down from 54 feet. Bobby P. Um, and I want to high five everybody. Maybe even give out a hug. Yeah. So, um, I hate in this situation, but like maybe when a loved one dies and you're at a funeral, you need that, you know, you need uh, that love from somebody and you need a good hug. Uh, in that situation, I'll take that. Um, maybe not seeing somebody that you haven't seen in a while, and you you dap them up, you dap them up and give them a bro hug. Okay. Thank you for answering so extensively there. Uh, Tyler's wondering about a guy. Could this guy be a dude? Could it be a guy? Or this, guy? this is a yes or no question. Could Blue Coleman be a dude? Check with the uh, see if you got any sources over there and All get right. back with Hold it. on just a second. All right. Put you on hold. All right. We're uh we're getting a source update from Sean. It is also national. Got an update. What do you got? Blue Coleman can be a really great player, but he's fighting through some injuries. Okay. So he's got to get healthy before he can try to be a dude. Right fair enough it is national mississippi day when you think of mississippi who do you think of i think of marshall henderson i think of ray stevens i think of mike leach okay three names there ray stevens you know the great mississippi squirrel revival i know marshall henderson old miss basketball Mm -hmm. it goes to show you where our our interests lie it was fun to watch. It is National Mason Garce. No, okay. <laughs> National Mason Jar Day. Oh, yes. Mason, jar. mason Jars. Oh, yeah. Man, what do you drink out of a Mason Jar? Have you ever drank moonshine. out of one? Sweet tea. Oh, delicious. And moonshine. Shirley, how do you feel about moose? Shirley, how do you feel about moose? Moose? Not the animal. The person moose that used to be on You Can't Do That on Television? <laughs> yes. I love moose. How about moose, the dessert treat? Because it is moose. National Moose Day. Oh, like chocolate moose. Okay. I was like, <clears> what? <throat> it took me a second. Uh, no, I am a fan of moose. All right. Well, uh, enjoy both it. the human and the dessert. Well, damn it. We missed out on this. We need to start checking these first thing in the morning because it is National Stay Home Because You're Well Day. Oh, God, we could have called in. Stay home because your well day gives us an excuse to stay in for the day. We all need a break, and it's nice to take it when we are healthy and can enjoy it. Be like, hey, Ellery, um, I'm not coming in today. Well, oh, yeah. you're not feeling well. No, no. actually, I feel great. I, I, I feel just too good would to come rather in. stay home. Isn't moose a hair product? It is. Well done, Chandler. It is National Meth Awareness Day. My goodness. I'm aware that there is meth. Are y'all aware of meth? I am aware. <laughs> and it 
the day aims to educate the american public about the effects of methamphetamine abuse on families and communities i feel like to really understand this we should all do meth uh yeah i'm gonna pass on that one okay i don't think that that i don't think i'd do well with meth i've never done meth john would you like to maybe one day do it here on the air and just see what happens um no i don't want to do meth on the air i don't want to do meth on a radio show what kind of question is that man so off the air no man no i ain't i'm not i'm not ever doing meth i went to dare programs bro and i and i respect i have great respect for those programs he went bro wow fair enough oh am i not gonna be cool are you peer pressuring me into doing meth no dude i'm not this was for the show this was for knowing what meth does to someone i'm aware and i'm celebrating today just say no it is also national computer security day i think we all need to update our passwords what's your password <laughs> john is my guy.com net i do not want to change that now <laughs> i love meth 16 <laughs> 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 oh boy computer security day reminds us to protect our computers there you go what a joke all these national days are ryan says mike tyson has a methy room <laughs> a methy room a methy room and a broke back spinal spinal eric says imagine what kind of wikipedia research chandler could do on meth oh geez uh he probably would be able to hack wikipedia possibly like a supercomputer <laughs> what is meth what is meth this is a meth all right uh steve <laughs> says the most common password is password and you know what the password to this computer i'm on right now is <laughs> password, password. <laughs> yep. all right <laughs> we might want to do meth it can treat adhd and it can also help obese patients lose weight sign me up <laughs> give me some wow you look great what are you doing cutting meth. back on carbohydrates no you look you I'm look on, great have you been taking ozempic i'm on meth <laughs> really do you need a prescription for that no i just need more meth <laughs> uh tyler says side note what is your pet's name and your high school mascot what are you some kind of hacker over there tyler you're not gonna trick me well, I'll tell you what mine are, just because it has nothing to do with any of my passwords. Steve says Mississippi is on the coast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good segment. That's been our Fleet Feet Rundown. That's been a lot of fun. When, you know it would have been even more fun? Meth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, which one of the chat gang members, and again, this is all educational, we're gonna let you we're gonna put you on the show but you have to do meth first just so we can see the effects of meth or if you've already done it tell us about your experience sure let us know 317-1250 oh my god hi let's go to john in uh, winterville hey john yeah i've done meth before all right tell us about your experience steve says uh mississippi is on the gulf coast near methico Stop laughing, Charlie. All right, Charlie, stop. Stop, Charlie. I can't help it. It's funny. All right, when we return, we still got Ariel Epstein coming up. 
We'll get to some John Gilbert. We'll get to some Mike Mike Schwartz. Not Mike Houston, Mike Schwartz. Jamie says, I'm sure this is what... (laughs) I'm sure this is what Chris Lunyon envisioned with the Fleet Feet Rundown. (laughs) I tell you what, the numbers are popping on YouTube. People are into it. I'll tell you this much. You do meth, you're going to do a lot of running. You're going to need some shoes. Russ is letting us know the drugs he has done in his life. My mom listens sometimes. I don't think I should talk about I mean, this. I, right have, I am surprised I she's not called your cell phone like this very second. Tyler says, let's go out to Sampson County for a meth update. <laughs> All right, we'll clean it up. We'll class it up when we return. Play a little game. Chon put together some sounds for me of past coaches and players from ECU hoops and football. And we'll see if I can identify those names. When we return, Pirate Radio Live on a basketball night Thursday. Pirates and UNCW, Menji's Coliseum, 7 o'clock. Austin's best uh, drug experience. Best. (laughs) Best drug experience. He said, I once did some meth on a beach in Arizona. (laughs) All right. It's already starting to kind of go into the ground. Disagree. Strong disagree. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Josh on Facebook telling us Jason Shuford in the portal. I've got it on my list, Josh. We have added his name to the list. Uh, Defensive lineman Jason Shuford and Drew Dotter, East Carolina defensive back, have joined the portal entry list on this Thursday. We are keeping up with that. And right now we are at 2, 5, 6, 9, 11, 12, 13 names uh, from Pirate players who will be entering the transfer portal. Uh, we'll keep up with that every day here on Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt. Intern Delaney is here with us, as she will be. Chandler, can you get on a mic? Is Chandler around? So Delaney will be <clears throat> shadowing Chandler tonight in Minji's, correct? Chandler, what uh, what do you what wisdom are you trying to pass along tonight to young Delaney as she uh, begins her sports broadcasting career? Content creativity, um, making sure that we get, uh, of course, the pregame, all the pregame stuff, the the basketball team coming out on the court, making sure we get pictures of uh, fans in the stands for our Shimmer Boutique uh, mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, of course, hopefully if the Pirates win, we can get some post-game stuff, too, of celebrations on the court. Um, and then, you know, I love the, – the one thing I love doing this year is – uh, getting into the like in the concourse area when they come off the court. Yes, uh, I've been loving doing that. So we'll uh, we'll kind of show her the ropes with that kind of stuff. And uh, the band, you've had some good band uh, video. I love getting the bands, and I, I try to um, I try to get them do, doing a different song every time. And I went up there uh, one of the last games, and I noticed that like Rage is one of their songs. Yeah. And uh, I had already done that one, so when I saw well, the I play it like seven times a game, yeah. And when I saw the director like throw up the paper and it said rage, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to video this again." So sorry, Russ, no raging. Yeah, this but, time. Um, yeah, definitely love band content because they are really, really good. Love a pet band. All right, well, Delaney, you will learn a lot from this man tonight. Chandler, do you feel any pressure to go home and change after seeing Delaney's professional wardrobe she's wearing? Uh, yeah, I feel like I ought to put on a suit and tie. <laughs> You're underdressed for the occasion. They'll, they'll probably think we're a part of the ESPN Plus broadcast if we go in there like this. <laughs> All right, so uh, good stuff. Looking forward to East Carolina and UNCW tonight. All right, um, do you want to get to the game? Yes. Okay, so earlier today... I walked in and Chan was messing around with some sound bites and you said, who is this? And you played uh, old pirate cowboy country coach Brandon Jones. And I said, well, that is Brandon Jones. I know that voice from anywhere. Um, <laughs> Tyler uh, says you need to leave. What time are you leaving for the game? Are you going to teach Delaney that if there's a 7 o'clock <laughs> game, for some reason you need to leave work at 4.30? No. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to leave by example and we'll leave – uh, at, at an appropriate o'clock. time yeah okay good that's nice um so i said hey chon why don't you find some other clips of players and coaches and we'll play a little game on the show today and you did just that mm-hmm. does yeah. shirley know where those clips are they are they're already up right now um are we ready to go there's 10 of them did you make a cool intro for this game no i didn't all right we'll take it what do we do are you you you're in control all right um so there's 10 sounds can you say here is uh that here is uh that <laughs> but they, we have 10 sounds and uh within the 10 sounds is coaches and players from either basketball or football all right so name that coach slash player here's your contestant clip brock and here is sound number one well, uh, someone actually informed me about it, you know, earlier throughout the week, and I can't, I can't even lie. I was thinking about it, you know. I told myself this morning I was gonna break it when they told oh, me I only needed five. So that's uh, I was really King. focused when I went out there tonight. King Richmond, King Richmond, one for one for Cliff Rock. Richmond, who on Thanksgiving said I had perfect form on my jump shot. All right, Richmond was number one. Who is number two? Well, we did. We did much better on the run plays. You know, they broke a couple, and we tackled one for a 10-yard gain and then a few trail tackling for a 20-yard team, so, which is encouraging because good teams. I want to say know, it's Bob Trott. Every game somebody breaks one, but good teams can get All right, Bob Trott is correct. Two for two. I do love that you're not getting them right away. That makes me feel good, but it also makes me feel good that you're getting them right. I'm glad you're feel. It makes me feel good that you feel good. I'm feeling good. All right. You are feeling good, too, because you're two for two. Here's sound number three. You know what? We got to always eliminate the deep ball. We got to get great effort. We got to get better with tackling in space. But the guys have developed great team chemistry, and our execution keeps rising. Hold on. I, I was going the wrong side of the ball there. Um. Oh, man. 
hit it again. You know what? We got to always eliminate the deep Keith ball. We got to get great Gaither? effort. We got to get better no. at tackling the space. But the guys no. have developed great team chemistry, and our execution keeps rising. Oh, uh, Br- uh, Lynch. Brandon Lynch? Brandon Lynch. Bang! Brandon Lynch is great, even though you did see, say Keith Gaithier. I do have one time. suggestion the next time you play this, Chandler. If you want to make things difficult for Clip... How is this not difficult? Because you've already got the first three. Make the make the clips shorter. The goal is for me to eventually get them right. No, the goal and show is to that the, I no the goal that is I'm to, not a hack I, fraud. I tried to select the no. Like, the goal is to make you look like a hack fraud. Well, guess what, Shirley? I ain't. <laughs> hey, I try. I try to select the like shortest clips. Though I know, I know, I know. Okay, um, next one. The shortest clip. Yes, clip. Yeah. All right, next sound. Who do we have? Yeah, give us a lot of experience, especially from last year. Because last year, like as y'all know, we we lost a lot of close ones at the end of the game because we was a young team. We not a finish, but it, it, it's kind of good that we're going through this now, so we can learn how to win at the end of the games. Mm-mm. I'm in trouble. Want to hit it again? Yeah. All right, hit it. Yeah, give us a lot of experience, especially from last year. Because last year, like as y'all know, we we lost a lot of close ones at the end of the game. Because we was a young team, we didn't know how to finish. But it, it, it's kind of good that we're going through this now so we can learn how to win at the end of the games. Is that basketball? Yeah. Hit it again. Yeah, it gave us a lot of experience, especially from last year. Because last year, like as y'all know, we, we lost a lot of close ones at the end of the game. Because we was a young team, we didn't know how to finish. But it, it, it's kind of good that we're going through this now so we can learn how to win at the end of the games. Yeah, unfortunately, nothing's coming to me. It's gonna. I'm gonna know it right away. When well, you say can it. I give a hint? <laughs> no. Well, you can. I reckon. I was gonna say I'm disappointed in you. You you love this guy, and then Brandon you didn't like Dam him. Suggs. You were the captain of this. Brandon Dam Suggs. I mean, yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon um, Suggs. That's a that's an X. That's a that's a loser. All right, so here we go. Next one up is. Um, I feel that, but you know, like I said, I'm not the only leader out here. Um, it's some I mean, more seniors out here, and there's some young bucks that can be. I was young gonna bucks. say, play the whole clip though, because oh, yeah. I love um, how he I talks. I feel that, but you know, like I said, I'm not the only leader out here. Um, it's some more seniors out here, and there's some young bucks that can be leaders, and they know I don't look to lead by myself. And um, it's certain things I do in certain different places, in different ways I lead than anybody else do. And uh, you know, I look forward to them to pushing me, and I look forward pushing. to pushing them. He always say we got to keep pushing. Uh, that's my all-time favorite part. He is the all-time favorite talker zeke Baker. yeah we loved interviewing zeke because you got to keep on pushing all love, right love me some zeke the bulldog zeke bigger all right good job there so, that um, was pretty easy four out of five uh five yeah out of six uh either four out of five or four out of five out of six thanks chandler um <laughs> let's go next one what do we got i i don't know i don't know what they did last year and don't really care uh, I know how I coach. And, Sounds and like it's David Blackwell. We coach David Blackwell is correct. Uh, All right. Child's All right. play. Here we go. Next one. I'm just off my game a little bit. Uh, but I give credit to Charlotte. You know, they had a good defensive game plan. and But it was, it was mostly me, 80% mental, uh, 20% probably what they did. Um, I'm just going to come out tomorrow with a different, a whole new focus. Wait a minute. Are we going back, back pretty track. far here? Compared to the others? Yeah. I think that's Darius Morrow. Darius Morrow is Boom! correct. 
from Darius Morrow is uh, oh man is correct. Darius, he was uh, he was a great post player for the Pirates. Yep, really good. Him and Brock Young and uh, really really good. Uh, you've got Jamar Abrams. That clip was from 2011, I believe. Uh, if I'm correct, Shirley. Jante Sharad. So. I used to love how Morgan Ellis used to say his name over the PA. I love those guys. All right, next one. Who we have? It did, man. We we took. We, we didn't take uh, the bye week lightly, but you know we were we still worked hard. But we let a couple of the young guys get some reps, you know, because always good to have depth on this team. So we got them some good valuable reps, and you know this week we're working hard, ready for SMU. Man, that sounds very familiar. I'll be very impressed if you get this one. Very familiar. Hit it again. It did, man. We we took. We, we didn't take uh, the bye week lightly, but you know we were we still worked hard. But we let some, a couple of the young guys get some reps, you know, because always good to have depth on this team. So we got them some good valuable reps, and you know this week we're working hard, ready for SMU. Yeah, I don't really got it. Brandon Williams, the Swamp Monster, Terry. Terry, uh, Terry. You were close. Yeah. Yep, I can hear Terry. I talked to him. I was probably doing that. That is another thing about this. I'm the one doing most of these interviews. So, like, I guess technically I should get them, right? Uh, where are we at? How many more we got? Uh, two uh, more. Two more. It's not a two more. So, I'm six out of eight. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. If I could go 80%, that'd be great. 70, pretty good. 60, terrible. All right. Next one. Um, They are looking good right now. You know, they are... Um, they, they, they weren't looking good the first couple of days, but today they all did pretty good. So, I don't know. It was an interesting battle also. All right, I should get this. Damn. Hit it again. Um, They all looking good right now. You know, they um, they, they, they weren't looking good the first couple of days, but today they all did pretty good. So, I don't know. It was an interesting battle also. Oh, no. This is going to be bad because – obviously i know the voice hit it one more time um they are looking good right now you know they um they they, they weren't looking good the first couple of days but today they all did pretty good so i don't know it was an interesting battle also i don't want to that's not i'm gonna say chip thompson uh, you are correct man Chip, that's my guy. I was about too. to say because you, uh, you and Chip have a really good relationship. Chip, I'm sorry it took me that long to get that right. Chip would never talk to me. He was the funniest guy on Twitter and would be joking. And I'd go to interview him, and he'd say like four words. <laughs> but man, I'm glad I got that. All, All right. right, seven out of nine. Last one. Hit it, Shirley. Yeah, exactly. You know uh, what? Number nine. The state champion, uh, 100 meters in the state, uh, number 12. They got them sketch backs back there. And then they, and there's times they bring number four back from receiver. You know, he's about a 4-4 guy in the backfield. And, you know, a lot of people are harking on the speed of those running backs. But what they're not looking at is his quarterback. He's deception. I mean, his speed, oh. you know, it, it can fool you. Is that Robert Prunty? Robert Prunty. Yeah. Me, me and your favorite and like interview that. ever. So, Robert I mean, they, Prunty. They got speed all that over is, the field. I hadn't even we thought of that man in a long time. We're going to have to stay in our gaps, and we're going to have to tackle these guys in space. Former ECU defensive line coach. Talk about great Promoted talkers. to ECU defensive coordinator. Now the head coach at Hampton, uh, Robert Prunty. And I remember as an intern, we used to love getting him out He was practice. a great talker. Yeah. Great, great talker. 
All right. Um, eight of ten. You know what? I'm proud of myself. I and I'm, I'm proud of you for making that game. I thought I did a pretty good job. You want me to give you more? I just said I'm proud of you. I, I'm giving myself credit. I don't want you to give me any more credit. Chad Gang, should we give Chandler more credit? Uh, can we do another one of those soon? Sure. That was uh, fun. Yeah. It brings back some great memories. There's a lot in those files, so yeah. I can find more for sure. Man, going back to Darius, that I was proud of that one because that's been a long time ago. 2011 12 years man uh all right that was fun also um ryan was hoping uh for a michelle and ziggy wrestling sound clip maybe we'll get one of those next time on december 21st is that the last day that we have prl before the holidays uh, or is it the 22nd? I don't know, but what uh, are you saying? Holiday version of Name That Sound. All right. It's the 22nd, the day we get out. Okay. So Friday. <laughs> we get out of school that day. Yeah. So am I, you're you're doing the game? I am going to do the game. So, so I'll play. Chan will play. Chan will play. Okay. And then whoever happens to be in the studio that day that we do it. If we do it in the four o'clock hour, Tony Dunn could play. Yeah uh but all right sounds good i'm uh, i'm on board for that all right let's get another break in we'll come back we'll wrap up hour number two coming up hour three ariel epstein will join us we will talk ecu ncw she'll have some plays for us tonight in the prop department in basketball and football and we'll have more for you on a thursday edition of pirate radio live back with you after this you say that you are mine You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday you can kick off the day at the Buck. They have the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TVs so you don't miss any game. And they'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey, give, jersey giveaway too. That starts at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, East Carolina UNCW tonight. Menji's Coliseum. Seven o'clock. One of the most attractive uh, non-conference games on the schedule this year. When you look at uh, Florida, South Carolina, as others, um, the game we just played. Chad said, "Great job, Clip. Good job, Chan." So uh, gave me a great, gave you a good. Are you okay with that, Chandler? No jealousy. I mean, yeah, you'll take that uh chad wants some pirate radio live karaoke yeah, i don't know gotta be in the mood 
Should we sing Christmas songs? From from us? I reckon. I think our listeners or part of our chat gang should come in here and do karaoke. Or uh, just video yourselves and send it in. We don't want these mongrels in here. Um, okay. That's pretty harsh. <laughs> uh, let's hear some Mike Schwartz ahead right. of tonight's game. Shirley, do we have Mike Schwartz from yesterday as he met with the media to preview ECU and UNCW? Really big challenge for our team with a very good UNC Wilmington team coming in here. A five and one, high pressure defensive team. Um, shoot the ball about as well as anybody in the country. Nearly 44% from three. So we know what kind of challenge this is going to be for us tomorrow night. First few days of review, the George Mason game. What did you like? What did you not like? Uh, didn't like much. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing that I, again, I keep talking about our defense. And it's an area we got to get right. Um, I don't think we were nearly as explosive and physical as we were capable of being. I mean, Brandon Johnson hadn't practiced since November 10th, uh, and yesterday he got back into practice. So even though he had played in those two games, the final ones in the MTE, and he played Mason, he had not had any practice time because some of the things in, you know, uh, Ezra had not practiced leading into the Mason game. So I think that did affect us, our front court. George Mason is a strong front court team. Uh, we were almost kind of mirror images of each other going in in terms of production coming from your four and five spot. And I thought we really got hurt in the paint that game. And uh, that, you know, that I think that kind of snowballed it for us. What worries you about Wilmington offensively with your defense? Uh, how great they shoot the basketball. Uh, I think they're a very good disciplined offensive team. They play fast. They do create a lot of offense with their defense. Uh, but, you know, looking at just from film wise and numbers wise, they have a lot of really good players, including guys that hurt us last year uh, at Wilmington, but they shoot shooting the ball at a very high level, literally number four in the country right now in terms of the way they shoot the basketball. So uh, obviously we have to guard the three-point line. I'm going to start a month into play. What have you learned the most about your team going through live play? That we are still looking for production from the bench. We're still looking for guys to step up and do, and I think it's going to happen. Again, I, as I said to Steven, I think one of the biggest things with this team right now is we have not been able to practice the way we want to. I'm, I'm a practice guy. Uh, this is a practice coaching staff. And because of stuff that is out of our control sometimes, injuries are a part of sports. Guys not in practice, maybe two guys out, one guy out. So we've really struggled to find that rhythm in practice. And I think it showed on the court at times. Uh, like even Bobby, who is playing, I think, some of his best basketball right now, he's just hitting his stride because he missed two months of practice. And so that's what I'm figuring out right now through seven games that we're still kind of putting this thing together. With this being a rivalry and y'all playing last year, do you kind of sense some motivation going to this game and maybe even a tick above normal just due to the in-state rivalry, that sort of thing? I, I would think Coach Siddle would say the same thing. I think his team, our team, they're both just really motivated because we have an opportunity to play. There's no doubt this is great for the fan bases. Uh, Great for the programs and Wilmington has a, a rich tradition of basketball. They've done, they always have been, and they're doing it again right now. Uh, but from a motivation standpoint, I think both teams are just excited to play in a high-level game. It was an incredible atmosphere in Wilmington last year, as good as we were in all year. And we hope that Minji's will be that tomorrow night. What problems does uh, Trezarian White present for you guys? A lot of problems. 17 free throws last year he took. Uh, he's a really good player that can rebound the basketball. He takes advantage of mismatches. He can drive the basketball. 
And, uh, you know, he did it to us last year. Anything else? Do you feel like this is a game the fans can help you guys in in a big way if it's, you know, they kind of match UNCW's atmosphere? It would be awesome if we have Minji's pack tomorrow night. It, it really would be. Uh, I tell you, like, there wasn't a seat open in the house last year in Trask Coliseum. And it was an electric atmosphere. And I think our guys are excited. Uh, I know it's a, you know, painted purple type game in terms of the atmosphere and, and, and the fans and the students. And I know they're going to have giveaways. So it would obviously be electric to have that kind of atmosphere in there. There's Mike Schwartz ahead of tonight's game against UNCW. Uh, intern Delaney, can I ask you a personal basketball question? Yeah. You, don't ha- you don't have to answer. Okay. How many ECU basketball games have you attended? None. Oh, no. <laughs> so tonight will be number one. You'll be at it at a working capacity, and hopefully you enjoy that side of it. But hopefully you get swept up in the magic. I'm excited. And I'm excited. I can tell. Um, but uh, it is a fun night, and when it gets loud, and uh, we make some magical moments in there in Minji. So uh, we've had decent student turnouts. I expect tonight to be a very good student turnout for the game. I hope I'm right. Yeah, I've actually heard a few of my friends are going, so good. That, that means something. Awesome. All right, good. And we get them here tonight. Hopefully we win or put on a good show, and they'll want to come back and uh, be at more games. Oh, yeah. That's the goal. That's what we hope happens. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back hour three when we return. Our old friend Ariel Epstein, formerly of WCTI 12, now with MLB Network and NBA TV, and you see her everywhere. Uh, We'll talk a little gambling and more with Ariel when we return Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, Chandler training. Uh, Delaney is only adding fuel to the fire that he may be entering the transfer portal and leaving Pirate Radio. Tyler pointed that out. Jamie says Joey has an inside track on the job. Danny Beal could have it whenever he wants it, but his problem is baseball is more important than Pirate Radio Live, and that is a shame. I agree with you. I think Danny's number one priority should be making Pirate Radio the best it can be and not focusing on pitching. Clearly, we're all joking about that. Could be a DB sighting on Friday's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We shall see. I've gotten a strong maybe from him, so maybe uh, we'll see DB on a friday show all right we will go out to the pirate radio live line and talk to our old friend 
ariel epstein who joins us on the pirate radio live line to talk some sports ariel great to have you back on the show how you doing today i'm great thanks for having me happy thursday i love that you don't forget about the little people and always make time for us and uh, we appreciate that around these parts uh catch people up ariel on what you are up to these days where are you living and what all are you doing so I'm currently at Poinsett Sportsbook, which is going to actually become Fanatic Sportsbook. You may be familiar with Fanatics. It's the brand that you get all the jerseys and sports merchandising from. So they're starting a sportsbook, um, and we're going to become them by next March. And I'm also at MLB Network, NBA TV. So it's been a lot of fun doing this whole baseball into basketball season crossover. That is awesome. I know you kill it during baseball season, and I've seen you uh, and your basketball props and picks as well. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But tonight is a, uh, a showdown between your friends Clip Brock and Ken Watlington. It's my Pirates against his Seahawks. And if you hear of a fist fight in Menji's aerial, it could be us tonight. Uh, Pirates, I've seen it around East Carolina minus one, one and a half. Uh, I don't see many college picks for you. Um, even in football, I don't see a ton. So do you mostly stick to the pro sports? I stick to pro sports because if I did college basketball and college football, I would have absolutely zero friends. I try to make it that I rely on my close friends like Kelly in Vegas, my friends Chris, Trig. You might see them on uh, my Twitter page a lot. They're very good at capping college. There's just so many teams, so many conferences, so many things to keep track of that between that, the NBA, MLB, and NFL, my head would be spinning. Um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, you and Ken going head-to-head, if there's not a video of the two of you <laughs> going head-to-head, I'm going to be disappointed. Ariel Epstein joining us. Looking forward to some Pirates and Seahawks, old CAA rivalry tonight in Minji's. And, Ariel, you have uh, carved out a niche as the prop queen. So as we move on from baseball to NBA, is that where your bread is buttered? Do you usually stick with player props more so than picking games themselves? I love NBA player props more than the game flip. There's so much room for some edges in NBA prop betting because in the NBA, these players are very rigid. They don't change their style, especially the players that are more than two years into the league. You know what you're going to get, and you can figure out which teams play defense well, which teams rebound well, or vice versa. And that's where you can find a lot of these small edges with some of these players that maybe aren't named LeBron James, but, like, I've got a best bet tonight with the player who's the power forward of the Spurs, Zach Collins. Those are those kinds of plays that you can find throughout the NBA player props, and they're really profitable. Ariel Epstein joining us. Ariel, uh, you stick to what works and what you know best, and uh, sounds like MLB, NBA. Do you dive into the NFL player props game? Oh, I absolutely love the NFL, of course. If you don't do NFL player props or NFL betting in sports betting, then you might as well just get out because no one's going to care if the NFL is on. And that's the thing. Like, get nights like tonight where the NFL is on, it's Thursday Night Football, even on Sunday. The NBA or MLB, those are those days that you start looking at those sports even more because the sports books are so heavily focused on the NFL. I've got two NFL props for tonight if you want them, Cliff. I do. And let me point this out, too, that, you know, some people don't like gambling talk at all. Some people are into it but bummed out that it's not legal here in North Carolina. But... 
with the player prop stuff, you can do prize picks in North Carolina. You can do daily fantasy. So the things Ariel's talking about, uh, you can actually use and play tonight here in the state of North Carolina uh, in some way, shape, or form legally. So I just wanted to point that out to folks, Ariel. So, yeah, what do you got uh, tonight? One of my favorite bets tonight in Thursday Night Football, Tony Pollard, the running back for the Cowboys, over 20 and a half receiving yards. He's averaging 47 receiving yards per game against defenses that struggle against pass catching backs. Oh, he's got that tonight at the Seahawks, allow the fifth most receiving yards to the position. Jordan Brooks, he's an average linebacker for Seattle. He allowed a lot of yards per play. They lost to Chenna Nwusu, uh, who is one of their linebackers in Seattle. So that's not helping them either. The lead back in the passing game is averaging just under 35 receiving yards a game when facing the Seahawks. Take the over on Pollard receiving yards. Then for the Seahawks quarterback, Geno Smith, over 10.5 rushing yards. He's averaging 17 rushing yards a game against defenses that struggle at containing these mobile quarterbacks. If Dallas can push the pocket, that Seattle O-line is going to struggle. They're down a guard. They're going to have issues with the Dallas pass rush, and Geno's going to have to scramble. Dallas is allowing the eighth most rushing yards per game to quarterbacks. Take the over on Geno Smith in the ground game. All right, Geno, ground game, Pollard receiving from Ariel Epstein joining us. Ariel, I tend to, uh, I don't know if it's emotional uh, or what it is, but I will pick teams that I like and just ride with them regardless. And it's it's already burned me early this college basketball season with Arkansas and USC, a couple of teams I really like and didn't even care about the opponent or the number, just roll with them. And uh, it, it you know didn't burn me last night with Arkansas beating Duke, but has in the past. Do you, is it's like every day a new day for you or do you ride the hot hand? Do you have individual players that you really like that you'll take every week or does it all kind of reset for you? Every day's a reset. The only thing I repeat is trends about what certain players do well against bad defenses. Certain players do well against bad perimeter defenses. Example, last year for Memphis Grizzlies, Desmond Bain. He was really good shooting the three against bad perimeter defenses. It felt like almost every game he was going over his player prop of one and a half three-pointers made. Of course, now this year they caught on, and his prop's now up to almost three and a half some nights. You only can ride the hot hand so long until the sports books catch up. Once the sports books catch up, you got to give it a rest and realize that, okay, I profited from this trend for a month. Now we got to move on to something else because the sports books realize. Yeah, Ariel, just hearing you talk about these players, it, I think about my conversations with Brian North, uh, you know, with my dad, with, with people older, and, and you are not in my age range, but. Um, at a certain point, you you reach a spot in life where you have other responsibilities, other things that fill your brain. And I could name like all the ACC rosters in the 90s and every MLB lineup and pitching staff and all that. And part of that was card collecting. Part of it was video games. And the other part was sports was the only thing I focused on. Uh, but you keeping up with these players and everything, you... you saying that I have nothing else to worry about in my life. Well, this is your job, so you better worry about it. Uh, but no, you keeping up with player props, you know where everybody is. You know all the players. And uh, I kind of envy you for that because as the older I get, the more I lose sight in all that. It's also because when you work for national TV, you have to have your eyes on everyone. It's funny. Some people ask me because my dream job when I was in like fifth grade 
supposed to be the Yankees reporter. Yeah. People ask me all the time, well, like, would you ever take that job? And I said, I mean, listen, if the money talks, but truthfully, I love that I'm doing this more than even doing that. When you get regionalized to one space, it makes it really difficult because you want to hone your skills in that space. Like you with ECU, you with North Carolina sports, that's what your job is. Whereas if that was my job, which it was back from 2016 to 2019, I was very involved with knowing everything about North Carolina college and pro and high school sports. Now that it's more national TV for the pro sports, that now I have to broaden my horizons to all that, but I may not know all of these players coming out of the Eastern North Carolina high schools anymore. So that's just where, you know, your job is. Ariel Epstein joining us, and uh, yeah, we are, uh, we're proud of you, Ariel, happy for you with the success you have carved out. At the end of the day, you're still a fan as well, and you mentioned your Yankees. Uh, how about your Baltimore Ravens? What, uh, what kind of chance do you give them to win it all? We were talking about Super Bowl uh, winners a couple weeks ago, and Chandler circled your Baltimore Ravens as his team to win it this year. So how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling I hope that Chandler's not a mush. <laughs> I love I I mean, listen, the Ravens, this is a Super Bowl roster. That defense, you watched that defense play last week. That defense looked like a Super Bowl winning defense. They were great. Unfortunately, their offense was a little shaky. I saw that Zach Ertz just got dropped by the Cardinals. Be interested to see if the Ravens go for Ertz because they lost their Pro Bowl tight end Mark Andrews for the season. Isaiah likely fills in very well. I like likely a lot. Uh, as long as Lamar Jackson stays healthy, the rest of the team stays healthy. This Ravens defense and the Ravens offense can be explosive. OBJ looks like he has gotten a little bit better, but he can't play full games anymore. So you get him for maybe three, four good catches. Uh, Rashad Bateman, hopefully he stays healthy. And then Zay Flowers, uh, listen, he's explosive. And those yards after the catch, Zay Flowers is a speedster. And he's scary for anyone to go up against. So the Ravens have weapons, more weapons than ever before with Lamar Jackson. The defense looks incredible. So let's just see if they can, you know, keep it all together and everyone stays healthy. They're on a bye this week. I have high hopes for them and hope that they make at least the AFC Championship game. And Ariel, a uh, few new Ravens fans popping up around these parts because not only is Keaton Mitchell on the roster, Keaton Mitchell is a key cog in what they do and uh, I believe started the other night for Baltimore. So I know they really like them there. Every time Keaton Mitchell takes the field, I get so excited. I don't think he would remember me because Brian North hogged all the ECU football games, so I didn't really get to interact much with uh, the ECU football team. But I know Keaton Mitchell from when I think I was there, maybe his freshman or sophomore year. Um, And it's just so exciting to watch someone who is an undrafted player, who has family blood with the Ravens. I mean, he had better offers, apparently, from other teams and he chose to stick with the Ravens because of family. The Ravens yeah. believes in him and they've given him his shot and he looks so good. I think he got faster than he did in college. <laughs> and I heard some quotes from Lamar Jackson saying that he only ran a faster uh I think he said he only ran faster than him at the combine because Lamar had a toe injury during his combine workout. So he's trying to make up reasons why Keaton Mitchell is not faster than him. But I don't know. It'd be a fun race to watch. Ariel Epstein joining us. Follow her on X at Ariel Epstein. Uh, what about your other social media platforms, Ariel? Where are all are you? Instagram, Ari Epstein. These Eastern North Carolina people tend to find me a lot on Facebook. <laughs> 
somehow. They all know my middle name, so I'm not going to disclose that one. Um, but yeah, tw- uh, X and on Instagram, Instagram's Ari Epstein, X is Ariel Epstein. Good deal. Tonight, uh, Tony Pollard over receiving yards, Gino on the ground. And uh, how about the NBA, Ariel? What are you uh, looking at for props tonight? So I mentioned it a little bit before, but my best bet in the NBA is for the Spurs power forward, Zach Collins, to go over 13.5 points. Collins averaging just under 19 points a game against bottom 10 defenses. Atlanta, they're one of the worst defenses in the NBA, allowing the fifth most points per game. If you look at the last five power forwards to face the Hawks, they're averaging 21 points a game. Collins at 13.5, very low number. Take the over. Ariel, thank you so much. When we can uh, when can we see you on TV, NBA TV? Is that uh, daily, weekly? So I'll be back on NBA TV on Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Awesome. We will check you out there. Ariel, thanks so much for joining us. We will talk to you again soon, and keep up the great work. Thanks, Cliff, and good luck to those Pirates tonight. Make sure to take down Ken. That is the goal, taking down Ken Watlington and those uh, UNCW Seahawks. Ariel Epstein joining us on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, got more on the way. A lot of fanatics talk going on in the YouTube chat. East Bay, I have talked about my love for East Bay Magazine several times here on the show. I had a ton of college football team t-shirts college basketball shorts had a ton of those would always look for uh, my new pair of shoes in there love a good old east bay magazine i uh, will take a break come back have more for you on pirate radio live here on a thursday back with you after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. On the show, uh, Shirley notified me we have another Brad Crawford tweet. Mentioned this guy yesterday. Uh, Brad Crawford from 24-7 says, Multiple sources confirmed to 24-7 Sports that Ohio State tight ends coach Keenan Bailey is a finalist for East Carolina's offensive coordinator job. Uh, Bailey has been mentioned along with Morris. And, of course, uh, we also brought up John David Baker as names. So uh, a few guys to keep an eye on when it comes to, and boy, Keenan Bailey has a baby face. Let me see how old of a gentleman he is. Can we find out that information? Um, Does it have people's age in their bios? Probably not, right? But it will say when he went to school. 
uh went to notre dame graduated in 2016 so yeah he is a uh, young fella began his coaching career i guess while at notre dame in 14 15 so how how old is somebody when they graduate i was much older than the average person uh we'll put it at about 22 or something 20 graduate college yeah 23 22 21 i i would say either 21 or 22 because i was 21 my senior year i'll be 22 when i graduate let's go 21 and a half and round up to 22 okay um sounds like shirley was more studious than you delaney no 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 no. do you remember back in the day um they used to have a deadline uh like if you were born before october 7th or 8th you could go to kindergarten that year but if you were born after that date you had to wait a year that's what happened to me because it the deadline was like the week before my birthday so i had to wait a year before um i started kindergarten so when i graduated college i had just turned 21 in october and i graduated uh in may of that year i always had one of the first birthdays in my class because i was november i was like one of the oldest i guess in my grade and see i was the youngest like all of my friends that i went to school with um in the same grade they're all older than me by a few months i got my license first so i got to drive folks around that's how i am that's oh uh, yeah when's your birthday september but i'm old for my grade because i repeated pre-k so that's why i'm kind of ahead of everyone there you go yeah uh so if he was 22 in 2016 he is uh still in his 20 i'm gonna say this guy's like 29 30 years old how old was lincoln he was uh younger than that he he would huh 27 yeah he was younger than that when he became offensive coordinator here at east carolina and that was very radical at the time i remember we were saying who is this wonder kid uh that we're bringing in uh ryan says i would love a young guy from a culture like ohio state uh ryan graduated from in uh 2016 from ecu he is 30 so we're guessing around 29 30 years old jamie says november birthdays rule i agree bob said practice practice you want to talk about practice that was a lot of alan iverson practice talk with mike schwartz earlier i had no clue that brandon johnson has not been able to practice he also said ezra missed practice before george mason so man hopefully uh everybody is uh good to go as far as practice this week leading up to this uncw game um jamie says you could uh give rides to everybody get your license buy cigs for everyone jamie were you buying cigarettes for underage kids we can still get you arrested for that you should not admit that in the chat um I want some quarterback names. Chat gang, callers, like who who are the quarterbacks you are looking at right now that have entered the portal that you're interested in? We got another uh name to look out for. Um, oh, uh via email. email? Via email. We have this uh, this source, a quarterback whisperer who's given us names to look out for. He who, who shall not be all, announced. Yesterday was Holy Cross's quarterback. Matt Sluka. Sluka, super fly. Today it's Vanderbilt quarterback ken seals okay can ecu seal the deal 
Mm. With seals. Or will they be sluking off and miss? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, Cliff. Uh, look, Chandler got it. I tried to top him. I failed. It happens. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay with it. I took the shot. Uh, so Vandy's quarterback in the portal. Uh, Chandler, what kind of – did I ask you this? I think I did. Yeah. MJ Morse. Where do you think he – Oh. What kind of school do you I think, think he ends up I think it's a parallel move. So like a – Another ACC school maybe? Like a Boston College. Boston College or – Georgia Tech or Syracuse or somewhere like that. Okay. No uh, ECU. And would you want MJ Morris if you're ECU? Sure. Why yeah. not? Three and one record. He's got a winning record. He's got experience. That's the biggest thing I guess we're looking for in a quarterback is, is experience. Not just experience, but experience in the ACC um, and a success, successful experience at State. 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 Um, where does a Riley Leonard end up? Texas A&M? I think he moves up. I think he goes, yeah, maybe it. Well, the thing is, is does max johnson no i'm sorry not max johnson mike elko well it could be texas a&m because his former coach yeah that's in there i i I get it now um but yeah riley leonard that would make sense how how much are we going to start seeing that with coaches moving on we're already seeing it i want to see it here right and so uh maybe we get ohio state's third string quarterback come over with uh the coach yeah where have we so we saw it with Lincoln when he went from Oklahoma to USC. Obviously, Caleb Williams followed him. He won a Heisman there. Wager McGee always brings up Houston Baptist taking their almost entire offense. Yeah, uh, coach, quarterback, receiver to Western Kentucky, mm-hmm. and then just continuing to put up a ton of points. Uh, I don't know the order of operation, but Penix and his Jamie, you can tell me. Uh, Michael Penix went to Washington, and so did his what? Quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. I know that they both ended up in Washington. Could we see this happen with DJ Ugalele, who entered his name into the transfer portal? We hadn't it, brought that up today. You mentioned that before the show. Uh, he has entered the intro, uh, the transfer portal for the second year in a row. His coach is going to Michigan State. Is that where he can end up? We'll see. Mm. Yeah, Chandler asked me. Holly, this portal thing is ridiculous, man. Ask me why DJ would transfer again. Why would? Why in the world would DJ Ugalele transfer once again for the second time in a row? Because his coach left him and his team doesn't have a conference. Does that make sense to oh, you wait, now? I asked you that question today. Did you? Re- oh, you did. I, did I, I asked you. I said, why would he do this? <laughs> and then you said, well, his coach moved on and there's... It, his team is one of the two left in the uh, Pac-12. Makes a little more sense when you think about it, it that way, right? Yeah. Uh, Jamie says the offensive coordinator in Indiana went with Penix. So we're starting to see kind of some package deals here. Jamie says Bryce would be in heaven with a tight end coach at OC. Let's get Calhoun the ball. Triple tight end set. Um, Tyler says dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. it's uh, All about the money. Money talks money talks money used to whisper in college football and college athletics God, now it, it's it loud screaming as a, now it's just yelling it is shrieking money shrieks it's do, just hollering do we have the money john gilbert put a dollar figure on uh how much nil we need for the football program shirley can you hit john gilbert four from earlier this week please 
You, you know, if, if you look at uh, where the NIL landscape is and you look at like our peers, um, and I'm not saying necessarily our peers in our league, I'm talking about our peers across the board, schools that look like us. Uh, I, I think from a football perspective, you, you know, I, I think it's going to be a number, you know, 700,000 plus for football. Um, and, and, you know, obviously we have players that you, you want to keep. Uh, you know, we have a, some, some really good young players that I think, you know, you give them one more year of experience, they're going to grow and develop. Uh, and then we need that, you know, funds like that to obviously go to the portal and, and uh, have meaningful, you know, discussions about our NIL opportunities here. Uh, John Gilbert there talking about uh, money and how much money he thinks uh, his uh, the football program should have as far as NIL goes. It's a pretty high number. Um, Josh said Arch Manning could be hitting the portal. That, now that one is strange. Why did he go to Texas? If he's gonna, did he think he would beat out? Ewers, I guess, uh, or why? Why change now? That, that just seems very strange. If he does, he's got to go SEC, right? Got to go Tennessee or go join the Lane Train or something. Uh, Scott said Kurt Warner's son is in the portal. Yeah, we talked about EJ Warner yesterday. We had a fifth quarter caller who is uh, seeing things clearly right now. He's got his crystal ball because he said on the fifth quarter the other night. We need to put the full court press on EJ Warner. Bring him here. Bring his daddy's money, his daddy's NFL money. And as uh, Michael Winstead said in the chat yesterday, he torched East Carolina last time they played. Remember that wild game against Temple? Was it last year? Let's go 2021 ECU Temple and pull up this box score. Pirates win at 49-46. It was a Ehlers pass to, was it Jalen Johnson? Yeah, Jalen Johnson, 38-yard touchdown from Holton Aylers, 156 left to go uh, in just a crazy game. E.J. Warner in that game. Remember how good our defense was this year, Chandler? Yeah. Just last year against the lowly Temple Owls, E.J. Warner, 45 of 63. They let him air it out. 527 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Just like his daddy. Luckily for us, we had a guy named Keaton Mitchell who had 300 yards. Do you remember the play that Keaton Mitchell had in that game that pretty much saved the game? Uh, Jake, our buddy, was talking about it last night at Sports Trivia. Refresh my memory. Uh, It was basically like a little wheel route, and it turned into a screen. Uh, The ball, I want to say hit the turf or and it just it looked like there was nothing going there for ecu offensively it looked like it was going to be a negative loss uh and it turned out to be like a 60 70 yard touchdown pass to keep mitchell mitchell had 222 rushing yards three touchdowns 78 receiving yards touchdown monster game for him uh and that was a wild one ej warner is available now now does he move up does he stay in an American-style team? Let me look at his numbers from this year because Temple was not on our schedule, so I did not pay attention to Temple football. Uh, threw for over 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, 12 interceptions for Warner, 
3.5 completion percentage for ej warner so what kind of school does he land at and would east carolina be a potential for one of those schools uh josh also said he heard riley leonard to notre dame i heard that one last night as well so they are looking look some of these places are just going to go different quarterback every year notre dame is like the uh, landing spot for transfer quarterbacks it seems like with hartman last year and then potentially riley leonard this year i feel like there was somebody else that went to notre dame in the past maybe didn't work out as good um that went to notre dame yeah i don't know i remember they had ian book oh cone yeah jack, from jack, wisconsin jack cone. yeah and then yes jack cone i uh, ended up going to notre dame wow so is that three straight years i want to get a new one this year yeah because cone was right before hartman right or it was yes. close to it yes. yeah uh let's see eric says as long as ecu anticipates 90 to 95 percent of the nil money coming from local businesses or wealthy folk that's fine and dandy if they think they are getting a large chunk of change from john q public then they're going to come up short playa i have seen a pretty good uh name redacted's doing some some stuff and and has some folks chipping in not a ton but a lot of folks chipping in a little bit can add up a little bit and uh i would like the numbers to become public so we can see what every school is offering boy that would be really sad to see the you see the monster numbers some of these schools have compared to ours it's kind of like in school whenever you're like all right you share your test results and everybody's like oh man i got a 95 oh i got a 92 i got a 98 and you're sitting over there with like a 52 you know what else? Like, i don't want to show my papers you know what else would be sad chandler what let me pull it up because you mentioned this team earlier this week to see the numbers uh the nil numbers that new mexico state has and to see they went 10 and 3 this year oh yeah and they i gotta imagine they ain't got nothing coming in and they won 10 games they had that extra game which i believe you i asked you about that and you said it was probably against hawaii and they're now in the cusa they're playing in the cusa championship this weekend yeah Oh, you were saying why have they played thirteen games? It, they were ten and th- they're ten and three. Yeah. yeah, and it was because they played Hawaii. But I'm saying why are they ten and three? And if you want to say they played a weak schedule, how about our schedule? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, NIL is a factor, but it's not the end all be all because you can't tell me New Mexico State is just rolling in money right now. I know they have that great oceanfront view, Chandler. But so do we. We were right by the water. I mean, maybe that's a key point in recruiting. Can I ask, that's what I would have recruit. Delaney, duh, is uh, would you is Arizona on the West Coast? Yes. <laughs> yep. Chandler, what are you training her? West Coast. Is it touching water? No. Okay. Out west. Out west. Yes. Out oh my west. God. We went 30 minutes in the show yesterday and you could not figure out the phrase out west. <laughs> I, I, I was saying west side. I was like, on oh, the west side of the country. But instead of said west coast and clip, uh, he he got me. Well, let's let's tell the whole story, though. Yeah. I got you, but then you called me an idiot 10 times. Yeah, I did. Screaming that I was an idiot. That is true. Yeah. 
So a little that's bit. That's fine. Of, uh, that's that's all right. No. I, I deserved it. All right. Moving on though. Yeah, let's we, do, let's do that quickly. Geography is gone. Now let's do some math. All right, let's do it. Square root of sixty four is. Oh no. Eight. All right. Eight. Here we go. Yes, yes, sir. Math check. Tomorrow we'll do social studies. Can't wait. This is like Billy, <laughs> Billy Madison. We're gonna I'm going to have a party at my house. We're going to send uh, your parents a report card. No shampoo is better. <laughs> uh, let's get a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Back with you after this. Here at Brown and Wood with Jeff Stein. Jeff, I've noticed a lot of great GMC pickup trucks on the lot. Yes, sir. We have 2500s and 1500s in stock and the all-new 3.0 Duramax diesel. We earned 30 extra trucks on allocation, so go online, brownandwood.com, or stop in, build your truck. We'll get it coming for you. Brown and Wood, voted number one by the customer in Greenville. Four brands, three generations, two rooftops, and one goal to make sure you leave a happy customer. Basketball season is Bud Light season. Bud Light is America's favorite light beer and the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Whether you're headed to watch a game in person or a viewing party with friends, be sure to pick up or order some Bud Light and enjoy the game. Bud Light carefully brews their beer to be perfect for anywhere there's fun. Because when there's fun, Bud Light is there. Have fun this basketball season, Pirate Nation, and always stay in the game and please drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Go Pirates! Take a break from the holiday hustle and bustle with a visit to Jersey Mike's. I'm Wes Shepard, your local Jersey Mike's franchisee in eastern North Carolina for over 25 years. Let us treat you the best subs in town. We can also take care of any of your catering needs this holiday season, large or small. Plus, we partner with many third-party delivery services that can bring your meal to you. Jersey Mike's, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Everybody likes Jersey Mike's. Everybody likes Jersey Mike's! Save a load on a new John Deere compact utility tractor and loader from Quality Equipment. It's never been easier to get the best brand on the market at an unbeatable cash price or with great financing at our lowest ever monthly payment. Now is the time to get that tractor package you've been dreaming of to get your next job done right. Stop by one of our 36 locations in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia or visit us online at qualityequip.com. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. This is Jay from Villa Verde inviting you to come by and try one of our amazing empanadas. Our famous red snappers, grouper bites, seafood paella, Cuban sandwiches, and much, much more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or a cold beer while enjoying one of our out-of-this-world desserts, like our rum pineapple cake or our famous stress ledges. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. UBE and Pirate Wear com are proud to offer the Pirate Nation its largest inventory of ECU merchandise and tailgate supplies ever. UBE has the best prices in town, so that makes UBE your one-stop shop for all things ECU. UBE does daily restocks of Champion, Adidas, and Under Armour. Don't forget to bring your young pirates to plunder the Crow's Nest, which is the only kid's store dedicated to ECU. Plenty of free parking in Uptown Greenville. Visit them online at PirateWare.com. Go Pirates! Feliz Navidad! 
time is now to celebrate your holiday fiesta at Chico's Mexican Restaurant in downtown Greenville. Chico's is the perfect place to get all your dear amigos together for some Mexican food and fun this holiday fiesta season. Call Chico's now to make a reservation for any large or small fiesta with all of your amigos. Also, remember to put a smile on your amigos' faces this holiday season with the perfect gift, a Chico's gift card. Chico's Mexican Restaurant in downtown Greenville. Happy holidays from Chico's. This is John Gavigan with the Gavigan Agency. Our top priority is doing what is best for our members. Whether you are buying a new vehicle, a new home, protecting your family with life insurance, or filing a claim, our agency will be there every step of the way. Our goal is to become a trusted advisor for you and your family for all of your personal and commercial insurance needs. Give us a call in Greenville at 756-1400 for a car, home, business, or life insurance quote today. And give us the opportunity to show you the benefits of doing business with someone Someone who cares. This is Garrett Saylor, and you're listening to Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. You know you love me, but you know you care. Just shout whenever, and I'll be there. You want my love, you want my heart, and we will never, ever, ever be apart. We you're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. They serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow 5th Street Hardware on Instagram for the latest events and specials. 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Alright, Charlie Rhodes here. Chon is here. Intern Delaney's here. Two questions for Delaney. Number one, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Uh, hit the mic. Sorry. Yeah. I had a great Thanksgiving. And number two, what is your go-to side dish? Like the first side dish you go to at the table, what's your favorite? Mac and cheese. All right. <laughs> Can't beat it. Well done. Can't beat it. Um, I guess Christmas is the next, and the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest is opening up next Monday, and I'm going to rattle off a couple more prizes we got. I just heard a Chico's ad. How about a $100 gift card to Chico's? The Hungry Pirate, the Shrimp Tacos, the Margaritas. Could be yours. You could get a $100 gift card to Chico's. How about just $100 of straight cash from uh, Sparky Snowballs, our friends? Straight cash, homie, from Sparky Snowballs. Yeah, that button's tough over there. Uh, How about a $200 gift card? from Bostic Sug Furniture. I would uh, put a dent in how much you uh, are paying for a new recliner, couch, whatever you need for your home, living room. Man room, $200 gift card from Bostic Sug Furniture. All that and a ton more in the treasure chest, which we'll be opening up next Monday. So we'll have one more show on Friday, and then we'll return from the weekend, and we'll open up at least one maybe multiple times throughout the month of december here on pirate radio uh surely we're talking about some nil in uh 
in the YouTube chat. Derek says you need to put your NIL donations on automatic drafts. So much every payday adds up. Jamie says donate one dollar a day, three hundred sixty-five dollars a year, three sixty-six on a leap year. People forget. Uh, speaking of NIL. John Gilbert uh, had a lot of questions about that and some answers when we talked to him earlier this week. And, uh, Shirley, can we hear cut five? He uh, was asked, what do you say to the donors about NIL versus practice facility when it comes to giving money to East Carolina? You know, the, the I, I'm really pleased with where uh, our progress is on the indoor building uh, I, again, I've, I've stated that I think that project's going to be somewhere in the 22 to $25 million range. Um, and we're, you know, just a little north of $15 million right now. Uh, so we've got, let's call it 8 to $10 million to go. Um, I, I feel good about where that is, and we've got some significant ask out uh, with donors to help complete that project. I think really, if you look globally, it's probably the last big piece uh, from a facility standpoint that we need. I know we're also doing the baseball renovation, but I'm really talking about football. You know, from from that point forward, you're focusing on renovations or upkeep. Uh, and so I think the indoor building is important, uh, But but I go back to... Uh, we're only as good as the players that that we have and nil is going to be really important in the type of roster we have next year john gilbert talked a lot about the football program wants at least at a baseline six wins in a bowl wants to compete for a conference championship and wants sustained success and he was asked how do you sustain success moving forward in this nil and transfer portal portal era and this is cut nine charlie well well, i i think the you know only winning two games caught everybody by surprise you you know and and i'm not any different uh you you know than a a lot of you i'm sitting on the beach in the summer and, and i'm looking at the schedule and reading the the book and you know counting them up and and uh I counted higher than two, uh, you know, when, when I did that. Um, now, the, there, are, there are a lot of factors that, that go into that. And I, I think, you know, how we get to sustain success, I, I do think we're going to have to embrace, you know, what the new model is and that it is going to change year to year. Um, you know, based on NIL and the portal. And, and I hate that because that's really not, um, you know, it's not the collegiate model that I grew up with. And, and uh, I've been in the business a long time. But if you really think about the model, we've changed in the last two years, probably more so than we've changed in the last 20. And so you are seeing a lot of things that are happening that haven't happened before. And, you know, we, we, uh, we, we were affected this year. And um, I, I think embracing the new model and then understanding what that new model looks like, you know, we're, we're also in a very unique position at East Carolina in that 
I think that we have to find the balance of attracting high school seniors to, to come here and supplementing it with players out of the transfer portal but because of your culture. Like if, if you, you know, you still want to be able to build a program, not field a team. You know, there, there are a lot of places that, you know, you're going to field a new team every year and you're just completely flipping the roster. When you do things like that, it really can erode the culture if you're not careful. And so I think it's important for us to find the balance between um, re- recruiting high school student athletes because I do think we can attract some really good high school players uh, coupled with going to the portal and, and finding uh, student athletes that have significant playing experience. Yeah, I just don't know about being able to to do what he say there and and not have a different team every year. Obviously, you're uh, going to try to hold on to as many as you can, but it it makes it more and more difficult. Football, just from a number standpoint, you're going to have a lot of holdovers. But basketball, that's one reason we were excited about basketball this year going into the season because we had rj bj ezra walker you know all those guys coming back which is a rarity for these days and uh hopefully that'll pan out as the season moves along but uh yeah getting tougher and tougher to retain and have stability and familiarity with uh your roster year in year out all right let's get our final break in we'll come back you're ready to wrap it up here on a thursday after these words You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Taking a look at your stock market report really quickly. Uh, The Dow was up 520 points and finished at 35,950. The Nasdaq, however, dropped 32 at 14,226. S&P was up 17 points and finished the day at 4,567. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, in Greenville at 756-6900. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. We will see you back on these cameras, and we'll be talking on these microphones 3 o'clock on Friday for a football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks to Shirley Rhodes, Chon, intern Delaney. Y'all have fun in Minji's tonight. We'll recap ECU-UNCW coming up Friday on the show. For the crew here, I am Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.